This morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Ninety-eight. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. Let's just do this and get going. A short week already Thursday, so it feels great to be blowing through this week so fast and then to read stories about, oh, I'm happy today. I'm like, I giddy happy. Yeah, because, you know, again, it's I've discovered how much my... uh, like, my dislike of other things brings joy to my life. Like, I've always said, you know, Brady, I've said it for years. We've tried this love thing for years, and it's just, it doesn't work. <laughs> and people rejoice and hate. We were a better country when we had a common enemy. We could watch Bond movies and all unite why over who you? the bad guy was. Yeah, we need a why you guy. We need yeah. a why you. We need a whole nation of why yous. Never seen this this place more united in my life. I have never, and I don't know that I ever will. Seen America more united than September 12th, 2001, when we had someone to hate. I mean, that's just how we operate. Just a- the problem is, is the ones we hate has become like streaming sor- services. There's no commonality. Well, that's so what I many- mean. It's exactly right. We've got, because we don't have a common enemy. That's yeah. the point of the common enemy. We need I hate to- them too. And, and, you know, and it's because we've tried love and we've tried inclusion and no one does that. And I, and everybody acts like, well, this has to be it. And, racism this and it all got convoluted instead of just going don't you hate those russians and we had a thing we just ah those commies we had that and it was a beautiful thing so i've discovered uh even on small scale things that my hate brings me great joy i've known it forever but i'm really embracing it like this is uh i don't know if you guys saw the news yesterday but former uh, son and complete absolute failure and bust deandre ayton couldn't make his game in Portland, uh, couldn't go to the basketball game, called in to the team and said, can't make it. And we're like, what happened? He goes, there's ice all over the streets in my neighborhood. I can't. But 18,000 wow. people and the entire team and staff made it, made it, and he couldn't get out of his house. So he missed the game. So they actually posted on the website, DeAndre Ayton out tonight due to icy roads in his neighborhood. <laughs> They didn't say, you know, they, they didn't lie for him. Normally, like, a player gets into a thing like uh, undisclosed illness, uh, you know, personal matter. Nope. They wrote it down. Icy roads in his neighborhood. This pile of can't get to the game that all of you were at to earn his $30 million because there's ice outside. You saw the ice, right? I'm not leaving. I'm not going out in that. And so, uh, yeah, matter of time. I just got just such great joy washed over me knowing that that complete and utter lazy loser it means he misses phoenix yeah well phoenix doesn't miss him that's a, you know what it's just sorry deandre we're, we're so happy that you're a f- up somewhere else oh it's great to read i mean he couldn't call an uber or a limo or something how about the team the team would have yeah. gladly if they wanted him the team would have sent somebody but you know you know you're done when you call your job and you're like uh it's kind of cold out no it's fine 
Stay home, you piece of shit. We don't care. We're not coming for you either. They must have released new maps for Call of Duty last night. That's <laughs> right. probably why I couldn't make the game. Stayed up too yep. late. What's all this weird slippery stuff on my sidewalk? And what I like is not one teammate or anyone Nobody, said, oh, no. we'll give you a ride. Yeah. He didn't call. There's the other thing. Okay. He did, well, no, I mean, you're right. He didn't call any other team. He didn't go too through. too late. If, if you're the most important part of, and you say, I'm dominating, I'm important, this yeah. is important to me. We'll you get you a ride. find a way. Like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing in these icy streets. Uh, Coach Billups, come pick me up. Somebody come send somebody for me. I don't know what to do. I'll kill myself out there. Not a problem. That's and an they easy will. solution. There were 18,000 people at the game. <laughs> Everybody figured it out. Yes, icy roads are scary, but, I mean, Portland is not the greatest weather in the world, but I think Chicago and New York and yeah. there's worse. I looked at... Uh, Fans, I hope you understand. <laughs> out of safety. <laughs> One of the players didn't come today. Didn't. Didn't get in his car and try or get some ride or, yeah, I mean, grab a ride. Have a neighbor who's lived in Portland forever go, hey, get me to that arena, man. Nope. DeAndre stayed home from work because cold out. And it made me so happy that that loser isn't here. So all those people that thought, oh, we shouldn't have lost. We should have never gotten rid of them. And there aren't any of them, by the way. There's nobody who believes that. Did they win? I didn't see. Let me me see. Portland, Portland Trailblazers game. Yeah, uh, they did. They beat the Nets 105-103 without him. And, well, they've had a couple games with his backup going nuts, too. So, oh. It's just this. It's just such a, I get so much joy out of watching people I root against have a rough one. Ah. Hey, it's uniting. It really is. It's a good thing. And that's why I think you see, like, oh, you know, watching a lot of, by the way, I don't know if you noticed. We're in what they're calling, I keep seeing it on the news, and we're allowed to say it this way, we're in a tit-for-tat conflict. That's what they keep saying with the Houthis. All right. Yeah, all right. Sounds great. Uh, But, yeah, that's like, if you've noticed or paid attention here lately, and I've tried not to with this stuff because it's just never-ending, we're we're getting launch missiles at us, and we're launching back at wherever Houthis are in Yemen. I think we're going to fight with Yemen people, Yemenis. Fighting with the Houthis. Yemenis sounds delicious. I'd drink a, I'd have a Yemenis, but fill up my cup of Yemenis. But the, yeah, so we're fighting Houthis, and they're part of Iran, so that's getting bad. And then Iran's fighting with Pakistan and all that. But, you know, one thing about them is that they draw borders, and then they climb in those borders. And they just, they hate evenly. Like, it seems like, at least that's what I'm sold, is that they hate stuff. Like, they have common enemies. And it's us. Like, we bring great joy to other nations in the fact that no matter what their differences are, they can always turn and go, yeah, but... Those f- Americans are like, ah, I saw, uh, I was telling Brady about this. I was watching 10 minutes of news yesterday and they showed a shot of Tehran. And on the side, you know how downtown you see the you do you billboards and the rat, like they'll wrap a big skyscraper, they'll wrap a building yeah. with an advertisement and the building that's, I think it's a, uh, I don't know if it's a Hampton Inn or if it's a nice Nike new- used to be, well, no, there's a couple of companies oh, yeah. that would always take the full side of the building. That's what the, is going on yeah. downtown. And it's a hotel downtown right next to Footprint Center, and they've wrapped it, and it's people playing like craps, and they look great, and it's one of the casinos. I think it's a, I don't know if it's a casino or Arizona, which one it is, but it just says, you do you, Gila River, I think, I don't know, you do you, and there's people in there and there. And it's a neat, it's neat, it's colorful, it's almost rainbowish, and, uh, and they showed a thing in Tehran, and it had a building wrapped in the same type of colors and i'm like they have casinos I, I like they don't have casinos in tehran and i'm and as i'm looking i'm like huh so i 
was searching around like advertising in Tehran. And one of the buildings currently in Tehran has a uh, has a rocket. It's gorgeous. It's like a madman would have been like it's a good advertising. Big board, big missile in the air. It's a rocket, a missile with a warhead on it and on top of it and uh it says it in Hebrew and then a couple other languages. Their tagline, like the way Gila River has you do you, you know. Uh this says prepare your coffins. <laughs> And I'm like, whoa, they're not messing around with their advertising that that was basically a message for people nearby. Prepare your coffins and the missiles in the air and there's people on the ground like cheering. And uh, it's just it's very colorful and it's pretty. And uh, that funeral home is making a that's a big billboard. Yeah. And if it's if it's it's a whole lot better than the, you know, what was that one funeral home? Able funeral homes. I just told you, hey, five nineteen. This is pretty nice price. Simple cremation. We all get there. And they just showed, like, you know, a tree, like, you know, the circle of life kind of thing, like, planted in the earth. But they're at, and I started thinking, because you watched Mad Men with oh, me, yeah. that they had a table. Design it. And people are like, we need to scare the hell out of everybody with our next ad campaign. Any ideas? We could have dead bodies on the Road. Brilliant. Jews everywhere strewn about. <laughs> Missiles falling from this raiding down from Allah. Nah, it's a little too obvious, don't you think? I mean, I want something a little more subversive. Yeah, how many agencies they yeah. went through. How many did they go through? We're, we're going to go with... Uh, Ooh, that's a little heavy. We're going to go with Moses. We're going to go... That's ironic, but we're going to go with Moses Advertising Agency. <laughs> oh, you got Moses! You know what I mean. Not that Moses. Different Moses. We're going with it. Every floor has heads. And the, and, <laughs> and you just have... Yeah, everything open, you see a head severed. Ah, yes! And our tagline is... Go f- yourself, Israel. That's no, too obvious, too obvious, too obvious. And then the one guy comes in and Don Draper's the whole thing, reveals the... And we think they'll get the message with, prepare your coffins. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wrap the building with that. Brilliant. Yeah, that's their ad Powerful. Can you imagine driving to work? This is how great America is. <clears throat> driving to work and you see wrapped up down there around the... You know, the Bank One building, or whatever they call that thing now, and it just says, prepare your coffins on it. <laughs> and there's a missile on it. Like, who's that for? Oh, New Mexico. Right, right. Yeah, of course. That's right. We They're down that. to the finalists, the yeah, final I mean, two. That's imagine. horrifying. Oh, that would be. It would be a great thing. But if you were a, if you were an ad guy in Iran, one of your jobs is that. Like the the state decides. I don't know that they do a lot of billboards for soda and stuff. Like I don't that. know who uh, is behind the ones that we have around the town, like the Hamas thing, where it says oh, bombing yeah. hospitals. Yeah, and, well, we got them here, and yeah. it's and it's uncomfortable. Yeah, you drive by and you're like, oh, that's not. I want to see uh, uh, you know Hamas. Eric, Eric it's Hamas. Yeah, it's yeah. not. The, you're not different. Not Hamas. 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 <laughs> Brady likes to say it Hamas. It makes it softer, and it's something you can serve. I want to see Eric Bryan standing there going, Precision AC. Those are the billboards I enjoy. NewACUnit.com, which I love, and I think they're a great company. I look at that, and I've told Bodie this all the time. I see something else sometimes, and it makes me giggle, but it's memorable because sometimes I eliminate one of the letters, and it doesn't say AC Unit anymore. I, oh, every time I see that in the computer here on the spot, it's what it looks like. Because oh. I'm filthy. It's my brain. It's not their fault. It's my brain. But that's as that's as uh, funny as a billboard gets to me. If I drove down the street and it just had a missile 
and no like company and it just said prepare your coffins and it was written in you know Navajo also like we're gonna are we gonna kill all the Navajo you, the way you said it it's almost like the spokesman would be uh, William Shatner yeah prepare, prepare your coffins. I didn't know Tehran was a big media market like that. I mean, Susan's going to have Har and Heather on oh the phone. Oh, my God, today. you're right. Our sales selling ads. Our salespeople would take the ads. <laughs> and we got, we got a couple of them down there that would tell you they wouldn't and then show up with Look for banners on yeah. our website. <laughs> it'll be, yeah, it'll come up on our, on our podcast. You're listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness on 98kpd.com. Prepare your coffins. What? <laughs> it's, it's wild because I just, and, and, you know, again, my brain went to how did that come to fruition that an artist you know had to commission an art guy you had to get to uh the print place that wraps the building <laughs> i mean there's a bunch of people that got the jobs from this uh, you got a dude who's running a, a a rap store down there in iran and he's like i just got a new state contract it's pretty nice we just have to wrap the uh whatever building this is that you know i don't know we're probably making turbans i don't know what they build down there and and uh, and, and wrap carpet. it up. Imagine the next flying carpets. That was the flying carpet building. It's like we're going to wrap the uh, Aladdin's flooded carpet building with the prepare your missiles. The next meeting is like we came out pretty bold statement, serious. Let's lighten it up a little bit. Yeah, use a little humor. Here's my idea: dropping bombs on your moms. <laughs> yeah. No, that's too too urban. I think. How about uh, uh, <clears throat> dead babies? Uh, let's just have one of dead babies everywhere. And just say, if we uh, kill them early, we won't deal with them later, huh? Like, uh, you know, Kit Kat. It's like two bars, you kill the one, <laughs> the other one is inevitably going away. <laughs> but dude, it's just, it's creepy. But there's an ad agency down there with a guy going, no, go back to the drawing board. Prepare your coffins. That's a hell of a tagline. Effective. Call to action? I should say so. If you can find it, Brett, you'll and, and the most amazing part of the deal was, and I only glimpsed at it, and I don't know what I was looking for, but I found another story that found a story that had ads on the sides of the building. They don't do billboards. Most of them are uh, propaganda boards just telling you how great everything is. And then, you know, if you don't think it's great, call this number, and then they kill you. Probably since it's tightly regulated. I have no clue. Uh, yeah, there's no there's no way I'd want to be like a... You know, You're not allowed to advertise Who that. does that? Goes to the University of Tehran and says, I want to be in advertising in here in Iran. I think there's a, there's a big market. There's a big hole in that market. A lot of people want their products out there. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's more modernized than I thought. There it is. That's it. Brett found it immediately. Isn't it pretty? Oh, yeah. All you did was put in prepare your coffins, yeah. Tehran, and there it is. It's a beautiful artwork. It is a gorgeous piece of art. That took effort, time. The printout is not cheap. It's no. an it's a 18-story building, 15-story building. I don't know. Joseph and Scott the Bot did a great job with that campaign <laughs> yeah. there. Did 2060, whatever they're called down there, do it? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Prepare your coffins, it says. In two languages. The one next to it is. Yeah, Coke. NewACUnit.com. Yeah, new, yeah, <laughs> Eric down there going, it's hot in Tehran. Tune-up? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's for your... You know, they have to have tune-ups. Oh, yeah. You looked at... I, I, I don't know why. I guess that's the way I was raised in, in our nonsense of, of uh, propaganda is that I assume Iran doesn't have, like, body shops and stuff. They just have some dump next-door neighbor that does the... 
you know, the dentine and string fix up. Like a cooter out back right, uh, yeah. fixing the general E up. And- There's no like five minute oil and lube. There's no. Stay in your car. We're so fast. We get through a five minute lube, five minute lube job. And then the guy just tries to make like the Dutch brothers there, casual conversation. Oh, so what are you guys up to today? I don't know. Drive around, hate some juice. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Here's your coffee. Death to America. Yes, of course. Prepare your coffins. Cooter's back there fixing the camel lee. <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> oh, praise Allah, Flash. I have Duke boys on the run. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird... It was just so odd to me that they're so united in it. And we're like, yuck. They got missiles on the sides of their buildings. And we got people dressed like whores playing craps. I think this is a better place. A lot. And they would look at that billboard and go, ugh, they're disgusting. Women don't have any clothes on. They're gambling. I mean, soft. That whole ad downtown on that building to them is just sin after sin. It's drinking. It's whoring. It's gambling. It's great. It's it's awful what they're doing. Gluttony. And their boy is so much better because they got, we'll just launch nukes. It's, I don't know. It's crazy. We got missiles. We're a missile nation. But you know what? They get up every morning. They hop in their cruddy little Peugeots or whatever they're allowed to drive, and they mostly walking. All right, then they wander off and they get to work. Unlike DeAndre Ayton, <laughs> still taking Iranian over that guy. Oh man, you could walk, you know, champ. Mm, I'm calling in. To what? Where the ice isn't, you know, where they plowed the roads and salted them. Where the the bus is running just a block away from your home. You could walk, champ, would be exactly what a good person was. Hey, you know, champ, you could hoof it over to where the ice isn't. But it seems to be, no. See where all those cars are flying around at like 40 miles an hour? That's called the freeway here in Portland. Uh, If you could just get to within an on-ramp. You stand your seven-foot ass out there for a minute. I bet you somebody will pick you up. But you know what? We hate you so much in Portland. Maybe the fans of the Blazers aren't going to pick you up because they know they'll do better without you. I'm just curious. Was Uber or all those Lyft, were they shut down nobody, that day? Nobody. His house evidently iced up to levels where you couldn't even leave it. Like, it was seven to ten feet of ice. It's just high. It wasn't just on the road. A glacier. He had a small glacier. Just I can't come to work today, man. There's a... Small patch of ice about 15 feet high that is blocking my exit. I bet he could make it to the dispensary, though. Oh, yeah, no, if the weed I mean, store was open, he'd have, he'd have flown. What a pile of garbage. And the racism. Day. What are you talking about? They're talking about black ice. It's <laughs> the black ice out there, and that's directed at me. Uh, and then my neighbor said, hey, uh, Aiden, prepare your coffee. And I didn't know what that's, so I just stand inside today. Lazy, lazy, lazy DeAndre Aiden. <laughs> Scott Haynes said, you know, they don't have any copyright laws over here in the States compared to what they got in Iran. After this talk, not a bad idea for Brady to get some billboard time and put prepare your coffin next to Bossa. <laughs> How about that? Just to see what people do. Brady's Bossa, prepare your coffin. In Hebrew. Yeah, in, yeah, in and you got it also in like other languages. It, that's a good one because people be like, why? So good, it's the last thing you're going to want to eat. Oh, that's not really what I got out of that, but okay. It's kosher. Prepare your coffins. 
<laughs> Prepare your coffins is an effective tagline. Oof. I'm running with it. I mean, that's a serious, like, put your dukes up type thing. Jim Wilson's taking notes right now. I'm oh, yeah. Use that one. Wilson's over Brilliant. there at the billboard store going, oh, man, yeah. If he came up with the the, the, the art, pretty good stuff. But, yeah, what are you going to do? Prepare your coffin. It's amazing how in the cities now, it's they they pitch the buildings. Hey, how much for the side of your building? You know, the advertising right. or the billboard company would they buy that or lease it out. Where in the... The country, you go out there, and it used to be the barns, the mm-hmm. tops of barns. You still see them every now and then. Yep. Yeah, sometimes they'll paint the barn. Imagine you're trolling around up in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Just prepare your coffins. Prepare your coffins. Look at all the Amish are building coffins now. We build them. We're not even allowed to have the ADOT signs anymore. But, like, if it said, buckle up or prepare your coffin, you're like, oh, geez. I mean, I would immediately go, ah, check my seatbelt. That's an effective one. That's three words that'll make you think. Like, a lot. You want to keep doing this? Yeah, keep it up. Prepare your coffin. ADOT's right. They don't want to be funny anymore, so start being horrifying. You keep it up. We'll bring Andre back. DeAndre's standing outside. He wants to be in warm weather again. <laughs> couldn't call another guy. Couldn't couldn't knock on the neighbor's door. Hey, I'm DeAndre Ayton, and I play for the Blazers. We got a game. By the way, they don't leave for the game like we do. Basketball players don't show up like 20 minutes before. They're there for a few hours. Like, it's their day of work. So they probably get there about 4.30, 5 o'clock oh, for a 7 o'clock game. Sometimes easy. earlier. I mean, they have yeah. them filmed coming in. A lot well, of that's times, why they have the, you know, the lounges. You want to come out there? They, You want a game over there? They they got it sure. set up there. Yeah. But they'll, you know, they do the entry of the, the players. Those guys are getting in ahead of the crowd, ahead of the 4.30, Sometimes they get driven in. Sometimes they drive themselves in. So uh, DeAndre was at home for, a, let's say, a 7 o'clock start at 3.30, saying there's no possible way. Uh, you could He could have walked downtown from where he lives to the arena in the, in the time it took him to say, I'm not coming in. Just found out his uh, cell phone ran out of juice, and he couldn't find a charger. <laughs> right, and that's it. So I can't. I can't make contact. I'm. I'm, I'm going. I hate to say this because people are. Gonna, I'm going dark for the next few hours. It's just not. <laughs> not like that, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that DeAndre Ayton sucks. I really do. But <laughs> prepare your coffin is what people mumble at Brady at all you can eats. <laughs> it's true. All you can eat. That's what we should say on uh, Wingsday Wednesday for Hooters. Hey, all you can eat wings, and I mean it. Prepare your coffin, fifteen ninety nine. as many wings as you can stuff in that body of yours. Prepare your coffin. It was, uh, it's a lot. Then I saw a thing the other day where in the news they do, they, and these tragic stories that the news kind of glosses over the details of, you know, uh, like a man shot himself and his girlfriend, not in that order. Oh, they're like, oh, it's a tragic domestic violence, double murder. He shot his girlfriend and then himself. And then they said, uh, He's 58 and she's 70. I'm like, man, what happened? Most of, the, most of the time it's like another dude's involved or what happened? Like, give me the deadly. I want news to be more than just like, hey, down the street from you, something stupid happened yesterday. It's not really affecting you anymore. It's just kind of salacious news. Give me the news of what happened there. I want some deets. If you're going to tell me two people went to these lengths, to muck up the neighborhood and stuff like that. 
59-year-old dude and 70-year-old woman, that's that's a fet- like I my mind raced with what ha- like a 59-year-old guy doesn't want a 70-year-old woman. That's just a thing. It's sorry 70-year-old ladies listening right now. You're we're off the menu. Way past your expiration date. <laughs> like you 80-year-old dudes don't want a 70-year-old woman. A 59-year-old guy with a 70-year-old woman, he's got a screw loose to start with. Because, you know, Brady, you're mid-50s fella. You're looking at that. If you came to me and said, I just met a dreamboat. I'm like, oh, yeah? She's 17. Like, and then we'd all be like, tell us about the real one. Because that's no way. No, she's 70 years old. That's ridiculous. Unless they're famous. You know, because even then. There's only a handful that I could. I mean, I just recently saw the Mary Tyler Moore story, and she was like 72 and found a 58 year old husband. And then she passed away. That's money. Yeah. Maybe if you got some cash. But I mean, I'm looking at this situation. I'm like, no, 59 year old man and a 70 year old woman. It's, I mean, I don't mean to sound crass, but I understand his side of that murder suicide. <laughs> I get 70 year old woman. You don't want to date that. But they say they received information that he had uh, killed her and was going to kill himself, lost his mind. But it's it, like that's not even on websites, is it? Are seventy-year-old women allowed to be on that? Are they probably nowadays? Yeah, you can't make their everybody age go younger. Like they have to announce, "I've got millions." And there's the uh, otherwise, you know, like no. There's probably those gilf sites. But that's again, that's fetish stuff, and you can't get that. You can't fall in love with one. You never right? know. People do on. Oh, Brett, you're Tindle making me sick. Bumber, Bumble and stuff like that. Yeah, but 70? I, I don't know. I, I haven't been on one of those sites. Unlovable. Let me see if I, I'll look. I'll I have a reasons. theory that there's two reasons why you're single at 70. Unlovable? Then it's 70. 70 is the other reason why. I'm there's going there's with another that. Yeah. Jane Seymour. Oh, Jane Seymour's smoking hot. Huh? 72. And, but I don't want to hear know, about but this. But this so. is why, this is the Yeti story. But the headline says Jane Seymour, 72, having the most passionate sex of her life. You've blown the first 71 years then. If 72 is the best sex you've ever had, you did a terrible job throughout your 20s, 30s, and 40s. I'm 72, and that's the best I've ever had. I'm like, no way. That ball gloves finally finally worked nope, in. And just, no way. It probably looks like a Rawlings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but 72 year olds having the best sex of their lives is that just that's that's sad to me. It took that long for seniors. I know, but they they stick to their own. You get 50 year old. They're going at it. Of course, all the oh, news yeah. stories we get of leading the the highest rates of STDs and. Ugh. Jane Seymour's quote, and as hot as she is for a woman, I still know she's 72. Because right before this line, it says, She rose to fame as a Bond girl in 1973. I was one. Your sex life doesn't need to end at 60, says Seymour. At the end of the day, everyone's looking for something that puts blood into that area. No, you haven't had blood in that area for over 30 years. Stop talking about that. Yuck. But she does look pretty. But she's 72. And uh, in my world... That's it. You're not dating or doing anything like that after 70. You shrivel up and you start waiting. Prepare your coffin is what I'm saying. That's basically. <laughs> Stop talking about that stuff. Have some decency. Our grandparents never talked about how hot their sex lives were at 70. Ugh. I used to think it was good when I was 40 and 30 and 20 when I could get into a position without sounding like an old wooden chair that was being busted up. 
but now it's the best sex of my life. I'm like, ugh. I can see the billboard now. It's prepare your coffin, and there's a cooter canoe shooting up the angle. <laughs> yeah, and then that's it. How can it be the best sex of your life when afterwards you got to get an incontinence pad and a pitcher that sucks up all the juice? I got to apply my incontinence pad. You really knocked something loose. Uh, diaper thongs. That I, no. Oh. Stop it. Yeah, the guy's 59. His girlfriend was 70. And they had a domestic. How hard is it to just walk away from a 70-year-old? Like, she I, hit me 27 times. I walked away. <laughs> I woke up in the middle, like, probably 15 hits in. Like, what's going on? Does the cat need to go out or something? Oh, that's you. You're actually punching me. Get up, you son of a bitch. Oh, God. I'm leaving. I can find it. You can find another one of those. I mean, those are like M&Ms. Reach into the bag and get a, another one. They're, they're everywhere. And... Sorry. I mean, your mom, single technically. My mom's been single for a while. last thing you need them to do is introduce you to a new guy and then go, Yeah, Aunt Brady, it's the best sex of my life. You get a picture of your mom there in in her 80s, laying back onto a bed and lifting those knees up into the air. I don't think she would ever say that. (laughs) Not to you, but that's what she'd be doing. (laughs) Maybe with the girls. There's no reason. And and the dude's 59. Oh, my. Oh, it would crush you, wouldn't it? He's like giving it to her good because essentially he's just a few years older than you. Graduated with me. (laughs) Yeah, hey, I went. Yeah, we were in high school at the same time. You were a sophomore. I was a senior. Matt O'Connor, yeah. what? That's right, Brady. Payback's a bitch. Matt O'Connor is giving it to your mom. Knees up. <laughs> He's really nice. <laughs> He's a nice boy. Stop calling your new dad O'Connor. What? <laughs> That's what I call him. Hey, Bogues. <clears throat> you don't never take the place of your real dad, but. Uh, Tell him thanks for leaving that thing. Tight. <laughs> Is it okay if I call you son? <laughs> I need you to sign some papers because I'm going to marry your lady and uh, you're not getting any of uh, the old comer money. Matt O'Comer gets on. That's the same age. It's horrifying. Horrifying. Younger men should not date old ladies. Is there anyone who, like you see that is as normal? Like, if any of our friends had a woman in her 70s, you'd be like, uh-oh. You don't see it as beautiful or what? I know women. No, this is for the cash. Right. Like, if she had a boatload of cash Even and she's still like, a boy toy. On a ventilator and everything. <laughs> All right, I'm in. Right. If you married her <laughs> and she's got a big pump. She's got yeah, three. We're the best talks. <laughs> I just want to say thanks for Brady loving me these last few months. Anything you need, Gladys. Anything. <laughs> Each breath, you take my breath away. Literally, Brady, you take mine away, too. I promise to take care of the castle. (laughs) Brady, have you fed the tigers? (laughs) Yeah, we got tigers. She's loaded. It's not so much her that makes me hard. I just put up her... Be- bank account on one of the screens she can't see, and I just... The new owner of the Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the only way you'd do it. And then you see Brett, old... Brett, get to work. McCaskey. Hey, I would do it just for the city yeah. of Chicago. There's the owner of the uh, Chicago Bears, Virginia. She's been 101. And there's her new boy toy, Mr. Brett Vesley. Found him in a... Oh! 50-year-old fellow that... Wow. 
I'm pushing these up. What are you going to do about it? Sure, a few Werther's together, you know, it'd be great. Think of your 70-year-old mom. Who's some the guy in the tracksuit? 59-year-old fella, and she's trying to tell. And again, like women will email me and go, love doesn't have a number. All yes, right. it does. Well, then stop getting mad at dudes who are 60 banging a 28-year-old. Yeah. Yes, it does have a number. Yeah. What number are you looking at? Or, or, yeah. or decimal points. Loads of numbers on it. A woman, you talk to a woman about Leonardo DiCaprio. Ah, gross. Something's wrong with him. Then you put it in there, and like a 70-year-old woman gets herself a 45-year-old guy, and they're like, yeah, go, girl. Like, wait a minute, why is it? Because it just pisses us off. They live in that world where if it makes men mad... They're fine with it. Nothing pretty about that. Seven-year-old woman shouldn't be doing that. Operation is like an old mine in the superstitions. It should have two boards nailed over it. This is do not enter around it. Danger, danger everywhere. Put that thing to use. What are you doing? An old man can use this. Yeah, because it's still functional. Uh, I don't know if you're religious or not, but, you know, God shut your body off at 45. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Our stuff's still potent. Make babies up till we're 90 if we want to. And I believe that's true also if uh, your body decides to say no more of these boners. Well, it's closed you down. You went out of business, so to speak. Then I'm going to prepare my coffin. Then prepare your coffin. I got no use for life if that's not what's going on. Uh, by the way, this is no kidding. I was joking when I said earlier, there were new maps for Call of Duty released yesterday. Is that true? Yes, I had two other people tell me that. There's DeAndre Ayton's reason why. Too icy. Also, a lot, lot of stuff going on here at the house. And then this one, this was posted on, uh, on X. Apparently the team sent people out to help him. So but to no avail. Aiton tried for hours to combat the sheet of ice leading out of his neighborhood, and the team sent people to help as well, but no avail. So he's out for tonight's game versus Brooklyn. Uh, it was his first game back from an injury, by the way. Yeah. He's been out for a while. But again, you can't walk Chauncey Billups to where the ice is over? You that think? means that Portland is all ice then, and how did everyone else manage to get there? Well, how did the guys from the team show right. up at his house? How did the fans show up? How did the staff show up? How did all the concessions workers show up? Everybody showed up. <laughs> Except him. I get it if there were like three other dudes on the team who were like, You're, it is impossible to travel. Huh? DeAndre. in some uh, remote part of uh, Portland? Out I in, don't uh, know. Out in the woods? Isn't all of Portland kind of that? Yeah, it's not hard to get out of the city, necessarily. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's lazy, that's all. (laughs) Thrilling. We tried to pick him up. How hard did your teammates try, too? They didn't try that hard. (laughs) It's like, oh, we can't make it, DeAndre. You're right, that ice is brutal. I'm going to head to the arena now. Uh, You can't walk to the end of that sheet of ice. I've been in bad weather. Sheets of ice aren't miles long. He could have put a pair of boots on and kind of, you know, traversed that to the end until somebody could pick him up on a paved road that was covered. He, he, he's afraid. If you would have said the only way you can get those new maps is by going to the arena oh, for Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. If you'd have just promised him one hour on the gondola in the center to play Call of Duty on the big screen at the arena, he'd have been there. He'd have found a way over. <laughs> Idiot. Can't go to work because it's cold. Out. <laughs> yeah. This guy said that, oh, uh, Justin makes a good point. He said, John, I'm going to use your argument against you. You treat that age gap with old ladies and young guys the same way you say to treat breastfeeding, which is celebrate it. Celebrate breastfeeding. Encourage it. Make it great. Uh, and uh, and it will stop instantly. He makes a good point. If we start saying how awesome it is for young guys to bo- bone old women 
women will turn and go, why do they think that? And they'll stop it. Yeah, we got to stop with the being mad at breastfeeding. That is true. I did bring that up last week. The, the second we start saying how awesome it is and that it's a beautiful thing and we encourage it, all that, they'll be like, what's wrong with this pervert? Suddenly it'll swing back to sexual. If you wandered over and said, that is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen a woman and her child nursing. May I take some photos? You pervert! Wait a minute. I'm not sexualizing it. You're the one who told me it's natural and lovely. I'm, I'm, just, re- I'm just rejoicing in this rainbow of humanity. Get away from me. I'm calling the cops. I'm going to go push the knees of a 70-year-old woman up to her shoulders. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not, he's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98 KUPD. And off we are running into a Thursday morning. And again, about to be another glorious day here. DeAndre Ayton can't get out of his house. I got a guy going back and forth with Scott. He's from lived in Portland. He's like, yeah, I understand. Like Portland has, like the roads are hills. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But in the history of the Portland Trailblazers, nobody's ever called in ice. It's been the first time they've had ice. Can't walk to the end of the road, and that's all the comments on. It. I love the DeAndre Ayton story. The only story better in uh, in sports right now. Remember in 19, was it 91? Maybe it was, it was 89 or 91. Whatever the Redskins were in the Super Bowl and the reporter asked uh, Doug Williams how long he's been a black quarterback. <laughs> and it became legendary to be like, how long have you been a black quarterback? He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of those two things I've been my whole life. The other one, how long have I been a quarterback, you mean? And, it was, and it's gone down in history as legendary. Uh, yesterday... A girl reporter, and it had to be a girl reporter oh, because yeah. it, it makes it funnier. So if the simulation is trying for the bigger laugh, of course it's a lady reporter who was asking the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with all that's going on in the NFL. You know, uh, all the weather that happened in Kansas City and Buffalo and all the Baltimore's going to get it. How are you preparing your team for a weekend in Detroit? I mean, do they have to get acclimated first? Or what are we doing? He just looked at her and he, and he goes... We'll be okay. It's a dome stadium, you dumbass. A, <laughs> idiot. You have it. It's an, uh, I, let me find it. I sent it to you on the... Uh, yeah, she's she's got this big, long, drawn-out question of trying to, like, uh, you know, I, I don't know what she's trying to do. He so, handled like a champ. Todd Bowles is just... Well, he's got no emotions at all. He's just staring. But he knew. He's like... He's looking at her like, are you kidding me? Are you asking me about the weather in Detroit in the dome? But I guess it. I guess it uh, has some yeah, viability uh, now because DeAndre Ayton can't make it because of weather to a dome. Even slightly entertaining. Yeah, there's a uh, 20 seconds from the bus into the building. Yeah, they should be, all, we'll be right. all right. I think we're gonna make it. I think we're gonna do it. I think the team doesn't really need to sit in the deep freeze all week just to feel, uh, you know, the wind chill of what's going on outside the dome. You dumbass. Next question. But again, DeAndre Ayton couldn't make it to a domed facility. Too cold, too icy. Way too much Call of Duty. New content. Yeah, that's a pretty bad question. But, I mean, that happens in sports. But that was, that's, you know, those moments where you're just like, okay. How, is, how are you not immediately fired 
by whatever operation is employing you. How are you immediately not like, what, what were you doing? You make us look stupid for putting you in that room in the first place. I just wanted to make sure that his team, because they're going to be out. They're not. They're going to be in their hotel room. They're going to be in a ballroom doing a virtual walkthrough. We put them on a bus. We drive them into the stadium. We don't drop them off a block away. They never have to be in the elements, ever, not once. They will never say, man, it's freezing, unless they walk from their hotel to the Starbucks and they're like, man, it's cold out. You're clear to We're looking for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? They got a dome. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. The weather's been a factor. <laughs> we'll be okay. And his eyes are like, you are dumb. I want to know, of course, she's running over. I got this question here. That's a great question. Ask that You know question. what's awesome? I've been in those rooms. Uh, I used to do that. And I was I was I was the lackey for a host, so he'd send me into the stuff. So he he used to tell me his name is Ted Simons, and Ted runs uh, politics on Channel Eight now. He's a big PBS guy, and he does a great job doing what he does. He had no business doing a comedy morning show. I have no idea how that happened. But I used to be when I first started, I would be his sports sound guy. One thing you don't need to do, you don't ever have to ask questions. Just get the sound of the other professionals. Because he didn't trust that I wouldn't do that. Right. So I'd just stand there with the mic in the air. And the crazy part is, like, as a young person, I thought, all, again, this was before I knew about the imposter complex, that everybody in that room was a dope like me. And I thought I had to earn my stripes and I didn't know enough to ask a question. Or I, and then I'd hear their questions and I'd be like, that was stupid. Uh, but nobody ever taps any of those guys on the shoulder and says, shut up, shut up. They're in a dome. Don't ask weather questions or run through other stuff with those guys. They're so competitive that if, like, say, Brett and I are down there and he works for a, a competing rival media outlet and he goes, hey, I was thinking about asking this question. What do you think? He'd worry that I'd steal it and get the question in before him if it was a good enough. So they don't talk to each other about their angles. And so dumb stuff like that happens all the time. And none of them help each other ever. That girl will be back. The next day. As, Promoted. And they won't. You know what's crazy? If it's And here's the thing about equality that nobody wants to hear. If a dude asked that question, his name would be everywhere. Chick asked it, and it's like, hmm. Yeah, let's let, let, bury it. let it go. It, it makes it look like we're mean to them. If a dude asked that question, and rightfully so, he'd be getting bombarded by all the people on ESPN, FS1, all that. We'd be joking. Who is that person? How did, and this is why we, the media is so stupid. Nope, they won't do it to her. And she deserves it. That's as bad as how long have you been a black quarterback? <laughs> as bad as, but hilarious. So that's been going on all weekend. But yeah. Let's see if I can find that one. Todd Bowles just sat there with, I mean, he has zero expression or like he usually looks like he's about to go to sleep. Like he makes DeAndre Ayton that's look the active. Most exp- that's the biggest expression I've seen out of him yeah. in a while. Well, because I mean, honey, that's yeah. That was I mean, he was he was basically in hysterics. Can't laugh. Todd Bowles is. Oh, I think he would have laughed if he had inside. He was dying. If, if he and I don't know that he has that. I think in, I think his body's incapable of doing that. I think that was Todd Bowles in hysterics. I think he let it all out. Could there. be right. Yeah. We'll be all right. <laughs> 
wearing doors. You know that, right? <laughs> she's just looking at her and she's like, oh, God, did I just ask that? And you know she didn't know because she just said, of course I know you're indoors. I'm talking about uh, getting around in Detroit. She could have covered, but she didn't know it was an indoor stadium. And she did was, anyone say anything afterwards? Nope. Hey, great question. Way to go, dumbass. You know what should have happened was her boss should have been on the horn immediately. Goes, was that you? You're fired. You're not allowed in there anymore. You make us look like morons. <laughs> There's also a reason why they used to, they don't anymore, make you say your name and who you're with. Because that would, you stamped it. It was your watermark. Tracy Johnson? Yeah, they don't do that anymore. They just start asking. Most of the times because they're the same people and everybody knows who everybody is. But that's a new one. I liked that. That was great. Uh, the other thing that uh, is in the news now, and I like this was all over the news yesterday. And, uh, you know, the Gilbert Goons have dominated the news. And, and because of the Gilbert Goons, all you hear about is a rise in teen violence. And there is no rise in teen violence. There have been a few incidents that have made everybody think there is. And then the news is making it seem like every teenager is going to beat you up just for looking at them. And that is not the case. It's it's falsif- it's it's just amplifying nonsense for ratings and clicks and all this other Which is stuff. Which why anti-bullying campaigns have... Uh, oh, they're ramping those up again. Yeah. Um, but the the sadness of this is is that it was a murder. And, and it has become less about the murder of a kid than it is about, like, this, uh, you know... The Gang violence. G- catchy goons thing and the, you know, the alliteration of Gilbert goons to these, all all these bad kids and whatever. But now they've got this thing that they're going on and on about of tying ribbons around the trees in uh, Queen Creek in honor of this Preston Lord kid who was murdered. It's a murder. That's all this is. Uh, And it's terrible, but it's not like, you know, everybody needs to. This was a terrible incident of of stupid people being stupid and unfortunately. And the kid deserves like all this stuff. Well, the HOA is making everybody out in Queen Creek take down these ribbons like these are not. No, we don't do that. We don't have these displays. You can have it on your own private property, but you can't go out and put it up on the common area trees and all that. And they so they I have it every once in a while in our neighborhood. I, I'm like, oh, like I saw a bunch of orange ones the other that's day. Maybe what those that was are. it. That's okay. for him. And right. that was in Gilbert. Right. And they're tying these all over the place. And you put them up. Uh, so at first I was like, ah, HO, I hate HOAs. I'm like, that's stupid. That stinks. Um, and then they then they showed a video of it. And it is like the neighborhood is littered with orange things. Every tree. All the trees. Like it looks like it just looks like there's going to be a construction thing. They're all orange. And I'm kind of like, all right, there has to be a happy medium here. Everybody's mad at the HOA. And I hate HOAs. I think if you live in a neighborhood with an HOA, you're asking for all the things they say. Second part. Somewhere in the HOA guidelines and the president of the HOA is just a dick for even bringing it up. It says you can't do this. Yeah. Because you have to put in perspective Yes, this particular situation may warrant some ribbons, but what's next? Where do you you got to draw a line all the time, or you'll have ribbons. Your place will be lousy with ribbons every time somebody gets in a car wreck or something stupid happens in a house. And that's when it usually happens. We had the one. I don't know how I'd feel if it happened to me, but I felt bad. It was in our neighborhood, and it was a family, and the the guy had left the kid in the car. Oh, forgot terrible. about it. They're awful. Packing for a vacation, and and then they tie ribbons up and remind everybody about it every all day. around. Yeah. The, you know, our block and yeah. Oh, how about just one gigantic HOA ribbon? That my solution to this is all right. HOA, you're not wrong because nobody ever goes out and takes the ribbons off. That's yeah, and they'll just there. rot 
or they'll fall off and they get ribbons laying all over the place. Yeah, that one's from four years ago. Yeah, right. And you got some blue ribbon that's been sun tattered. It looks terrible. And these orange ones, are, I mean, they're everywhere. So I'm kind of like, mm, I get it. I get the HOA going, all right, we've gone overboard. So HOAs, solution-based, Johnny, that's me. Instead of listening to the news tell you you're all dicks for saying no ribbons, because you kind of are, and instead of uh, everybody tying ribbons to just about every goddamn thing in Queen Creek in honor of this thing, we just have an HOA giant ribbon. And it's time to raise the ribbon. Yeah. You know, how about we have one pole in the middle of wherever uh, city square is, like a flag, and it's at half-mast, except for it's the, the tribute ribbon. And it flies high over the city instead of that whole thing where you're in an HOA. Because I did look at that, and I'm like, if that was going on in my neighborhood, I'd be like, all right, this is sad. But who's going to clean all this up? Because this is ugly. Like, this is bad. And I don't need to be reminded of this terrible incident every single second, every tree. And let's be honest, tying a ribbon around a tree is about the least you can do for a situation. It's lazy. It's the, and what it becomes is the luminarias. If you don't do it, you're the guy on the block with no ribbon. So you look like you're not participating. You look like, so now it's just uh, sort of terrorism. It's the terrorist emotion of like, oh, you don't put a ribbon up so you don't care that he's dead. It's like, no, I do. But all right. I think thousand ribbons, we all, are we, it looks tacky. It starts looking like, okay, have to do it. So a big giant HOA ribbon that you have multiple colors and or some spray paint. And then uh, have the HOA go plaster like nine ribbons, HOA ribbons that you have in a box like Christmas whenever a community says, let's raise the ribbons. So you mean something like the, the big community Christmas tree like in downtown yeah. Chandler and yes. stuff like that. Yeah, okay. you have a community ribbon yeah, of sorrow bad. and sadness. Uh, Forever Lights uh, right. tree. <laughs> right. it turns, yeah. We have like a pole that turns a color on this one. Or yeah. just how about just gigantic uh, uh, you know, billboards in the area that are on the big streets that say... Preston Strong. Well, this is a yeah. terrible tragedy, but the ribbon thing, to me, it's it's like when Facebook does something and it's like the least involved you can actually be is to say, I have a ribbon in my tree. I get it. It's tough enough for cities, and we talked about it before, is the, in, in the corner shrines or wherever. Right. The person gets hit by a, on, on a bike. The white bikes. And the, the upkeeping white, uh, of those. They, just, how long? I saw some, just a uh, couple of, just... Ones that needed to be removed. It looked like litter. It, th- it is. After a while, that was, was a terrible tragedy that happened in, uh, near my area. Seven or eight years ago, I don't remember, a lady crossing the street with a stroller got hit by a car. The baby died. And, on the, and it was pouring rain the next day. And it was just, uh, for weeks, a slew of stuffed animals on the street corner yeah. on Camelback and like 20th Street. It was terrible. And just just slop and it was like well this is hey this is just awful all those stuffed animals could go to like a needy kid and, and, and then somebody's got to sweep that up and it just started to become i get it like you want to do something you want to tribute to something but like a, a day or a place we need to have like a dedicated place for it not i don't want to see like brady and i have always joked about you know you see the white crosses on the road and they're uncomfortable and then you see a white you bike out. yeah and you're like ooh and then we wanted to put up like white snowshoes canoe or a canoe like something weird like what happened just at least make people think what the hell happened here at the fifty fifth this is the on ramp to the fifty one at Bethany home why is there a canoe painted white here well, a sewing machine yeah <laughs> right it's flopped up and smashed my husband in the face it was an old singer just hit him right in the melon. And I know it reminds, Skis. like when you see it, you're like, oh, someone was killed there. But I don't know how I'd feel if it was my family member. 
you know, I know that that corner will I never, you'll never forget that. Right. But that's up but to them. Do you want that? Yeah. And they can put that in their front yard. I had a friend whose brother got killed in a car wreck in their front yard. And they put up four crosses of the kids in the car in their yard. Oh, Jesus. I know. It was rough. That cemetery. It was. It's what it looked like. And their names were on it. Every time you go by, it was like bad. The, they, they eventually moved out of the house. And the new owners took the crosses down. And people were like, you can't do that. It's like, why? Why do you guys want that in your front yard? That's creepy to the, like the neighborhood. Was it Toledo that picked up the misfire? Toledo <laughs> the had the misfire. Street? Kept it. Yeah. The people who put the... <laughs> It was a heartfelt poster board letter, <laughs> some balloons, and like a pizza. <laughs> oh, I hope he ate the pizza. There he is. Hi, Richard. And it was on his doorstep because in your condo Which, complex, what do you do? all you places looked alike, right? You can't get a hold of yeah, anybody. It was a townhouse oh, area, right. community, and so we had dual townhouses. And you lived in 21, and this one was supposed to go to yep. 12. Yep. <laughs> and some so dyslexic come home, mourner. and there's a giant poster board. We'll miss you. Can't believe you're gone. Teddy bear, balloons. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there was flowers. Right into the garage. Toledo didn't even look for the true owner. Not right that's into the garage. true. She gave the flowers to Lisa. Look what <laughs> yeah. I bought. Hey, 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 oh, that's lovely. There's a card. <laughs> don't read the card. I left it out there for a day in case someone would come up, you know, realize their mistake. And then I was like, I can't leave that there. <laughs> I can't have it out in front of my house. Put it out on the sidewalk and go... Misfire, wrong place. I, come on. Then, do just, I put it on the wrong house? Just wandered around the neighborhood. Put it in another row. You go to the next door app. You go to Facebook. Like, didn't hey, have it at that you time. You did too. No. Oh, you did. Because no. you posted a picture of it in your garage shortly on thereafter. Facebook. That's I'll what I just said. Facebook. You said next door. That and was not Facebook. on there. Facebook. There was a Facebook. <laughs> he tried. There were avenues. You stuffed that in your garage and then like waited for the next person named Sophie to die so you could mourn that. But and then, just scratch but then it's in the garage. It's like it was, how long? It was like a week and then I threw it away. Oh, my goodness. Terrible. But the ribbon thing and the HOA thing, I, I don't like HOAs, but I also respect the fact when an HOA sticks to its guns. I, in, I like that if you have it and you have a specific set of rules that you're like, look, we all agreed to this. Right. When you sign the papers. Yeah. Like, how about a ribbon for a day? And then the HOA can say that's enough. Because I don't like HOAs. I think There that- might be policies like that. But in a way, I'd be the neighbor if in my neighborhood, if there, you know, something like this happened, you get the ribbons up on the trees and people are tying them and stuff. And then I'd start kind of talking to the other neighbors going, how long are the ribbons going to last? Like, when can we take them down? It's like Christmas decorations. When can we take these down? HOAs have a thing where, like those gays in Queen Creek that got so mad at Stephen Holmberg when they put up their rainbow flag and then got mad that somebody said something to him. You're not allowed to. The HOA said you can't have like sports. T- they weren't allowing anything. They're like, you hate gays. I'm like, no. The, just, Ameri- the American no, flag is the only one. That's that the only one. And even then, there has to be guidelines on but how maybe you Maybe the it. state flag? I don't on know. On ours, you can't. I don't think you can put up the state flag in ours. It's just the American and flag. And you don't want that. You don't want a whole neighborhood of, like, flagpoles and garbage Thank you like for that. enunciating. <laughs> <laughs> neighborhood of, of Queen Creek flags. <laughs> but you, they're right, because otherwise you'll get a guy with, like, I got a flag with a pint of beer on it, and he hangs that up every Friday, it's like, all right, that's enough. Barstool sports guy. Right, right. You got a bunch of wieners that are out there doing dumb stuff. But, like, if you do drop off, and that's the other thing. Toledo's, we tease him about the whole, I took the flowers and the teddy bear and the sadness, and I stuffed it in my garage to be forgotten forever, just like the death of that girl. For a week. Threw it away. Forever. That's forever. Actually, I think we donated, donated, donated the teddy bear. 
got that mojo out of the neighborhood. But again, we teased Toledo. <laughs> but honestly, how close were you to the person that died if you missed the house? Exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, it is kind of, it's a that little. Was, like if you're going to drop it, it off. 12 or the, 21. Yeah, double check. I don't know. The actual address of the dead person and then drop off appropriately. Because, I mean, if my neighbors are saying, hey, sorry for your loss, but we got a bunch of stuff misdelivered to it. Like, you know, I and get how, it if it's Amazon. And but. how connected are you to realize that there's a new family in the house? The, the <laughs> oh, building, was, building was vacant for six months. Your house was where she lived? I don't know. Oh. But if you if it I was. she just missed the door. But if it was where she lived, then. The house was bought. That's and sold why you got empty. such a good deal on that place. It's rental. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> I see. No one's buying this Nobody place. Nobody buys this place because of all the bloodstains and murder carpet. in here. What is with the new, new carpet? New paint, new carpet. Dark colors on the walls. Goddamn death floating around in here. I got to drop the prices. Hi, my name's Toledo, and I'd like to get in here. Well, the price is so low. Any reason why? Yeah, a lot of people like to whisper murder around these neck of the woods, but eh. I'd what kind of no primer mind. are you using on these walls? It really covers up. <laughs> pay no mind to them. They also like to utter the phrase sinkhole, but I find them silly. Anyway, 38 bucks a month seem reasonable? Yes, sir. Damn. You're also going to get a lot of weird gifts. The uh, the welcoming committee has a very dark sense of humor. So some of the stuff you're going to get uh, seems like maybe you died, but uh, they're just joking around. Boy, I didn't know you bought the house from the Ramses or something. <laughs> right. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Have you been following the Jody Arias trial? No. Good. Let's go in. Dave Ramsey will say a deal's a deal. <laughs> That's right. And this is where they found the uh, 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 gold, the treasure. There's no body. I, was, <laughs> I said body. I, was a, I misspoke. So but neighbor- again, I don't think that a neighborhood needs to be littered with ribbons. And again, I'm talking from a, from a point of view of somebody who's not involved in it i understand that the tribute is necessary and that and the community can unite but when they did it when they were talking about it when i first saw i think it was i don't remember who the reporter was on it blabbing away about like ah can you believe this hoa and blah 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 and i think broom had even had mentioned that he was going to do it i didn't hear him i think you know um but they're mad at the hoa to check on mine, like if you get permission and saying we're going to put this up, and we're also responsible for sure. taking it down. And if you don't take it down, this is where fines. the fines are laid. But, I mean, when they did a shot of the street. Oh, it went um, – the, the part that I saw, heavy. I just – I think it, it was last week, and it, it, I didn't put the two and two together right away. Yeah, I'm like, it's summer because you see it so often. But they went outside of the – not only the division, but it was in the trees on the oh, in regular the street. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, just, it's it's – it's lousy with ribbons. Where honestly, like a couple ribbons will do. And it, and it becomes that whole, oh, if everybody's tying ribbons, I got to tie a ribbon. Well, it was like just like, care. you know, when the whole Ukraine war started. Yeah. Oh, and then the flags the went The neighborhoods yeah. did the same thing. The yellow and the blue. Yep. And the, yeah. And it's, it's truly a helpless feeling, and that's what this causes. And I understand there's mourning, but a neighborhood uniting over that stuff is fine. I kind of get it when when they showed the shot of all those ribbons. I'm like, all right. We'll be back. We're going to talk to some more people about ribbons. Like, all right, Broomhead's angry about the ribbons, but I didn't hear it. And I didn't know what he was talking about until I saw it on the news that night. And I was like, oh. Got oh, a little out of hand. It's too many ribbons. And the guy makes a great point. Like, I get it. I'm sorry for the loss. It doesn't mean you don't still mourn the loss. Two things can be true at once. Too many ribbons, still a sad thing. 
I'm not one that wants my neighborhood littered with sorrow and sadness. I understand for a day or two something going, hey, Preston's uh, memory must live on and all that. It's still fresh in the minds of a lot of people. But 70, 80 ribbons, that seems like, you know, all right, that's a lot of ribbons. And I've never seen orange ribbons before because it was his favorite color. So it just looks like like construction zone. You know, I don't know what it is. But HOAs still suck. They still absolutely suck balls. And they're, you know, the evil empire. It's hard to be to put yourself in the shoes of the guy who's the president of the HOA. He's getting complaints. Quietly, your neighbors out there with all those ribbons are calling the HOA going, all right, look, I don't want to be the one that says anything, so you do it. Get rid of these ribbons. It's, it looks like litter now. And this poor, I almost said effort, this poor guy <laughs> had to go on TV and, the, and become the face of evil going, ah, Got to take these ribbons down, folks. We got a deal in the HOA. And he tried to use the HOA as the excuse, but he still looks like a dick. But that's what he does. I mean, you're, that's your job. Again, uh, you know, most people would say, yeah, it's a, eventually uh, can run into a nightmare. But really, it it helps out the, the community a lot. The only thing that's always in question is yeah. you're putting so much money into this. It's a lot. And you're wondering, is it really? It's nothing. Someone's making money on this deal. This guy says, my brother died back in 2010. It was a car accident. Uh, My dad put a concrete slab and an iron cross right there on the corner. (laughs) That's not legal. Uh, It took a construction crew to get it out of there. In the beginning, I didn't want it to go anywhere. But after some time, I understood it had to be removed. Yeah. And that's a family in mourning doing something. that I mean, they're just coping. There's no rules for them at the time. I get that. The yeah, rest to, of the to an extent. Right. You don't need... I mean, that's kind of what graves are. You know, we have a dedicated place for the morning to be like, this is, you know... And you you know the story. They got run over by something or died in a car wreck. You don't need the you rest. Need you don't need location. a reminder. I hate that driving to Sedona or going up the I-17. Oh, yeah. You hit those things like, oh... It's been there for a long horrible time. Horrible flip of or something like that. Yeah, it's like... How often is it being visited? Why do we need to be reminded? I understand that when I get in a car, it's dangerous. And there's a chance the longer I drive, that three you know, I'll be in one white statues and an oh. elk and a You're right. And why didn't the elk ever land there a white elk and then a cross? Like the elk took one too. Oh, going to Sholo, that place would just be nothing but crosses if they people getting knocked out on that road all the time. But it's yeah, it's I. Um, I'm not on the HOA side because I never will be, but I kind of felt bad for the dude that's going. And they they didn't really say his name. They the president of the HOA and the HOA itself. It's kind of what they're doing. And it isn't the HOA. It's the people in the neighborhood afraid to go to their neighbors and go, and I think we're overdoing it with the ribbons. The same way the reason HOAs began is because you got to, everybody became too chicken to talk to the bikers. Three houses down about parking their bikes in the grass. Or some jerk off with his car on jack stands for six right, months. And, right. You know. Yeah. Like I always said, these mechanics that laugh at me because I can't change windshield wipers. You've got a broken down car in your driveway for the last 11 years. I mean, you're, you're evidently not very good at it. When your tree starts looking like David Lee Ross leg in the <laughs> Van Halen with all the bandanas tied around there. <laughs> right. You got too many ribbons. There's, like, there's a couple of trees where we had three colors on it at one time. It's too many ribbons. You got to get rid of the ribbon thing. One big giant ribbon or dedicated, uh, like, ribbon quota. It doesn't have to be every front yard. It just doesn't. And I get it. There's people sad, and it's not fun. And there's no way to, like, express it and make yourself feel better. 
Uh, the ribbons make you feel like the community's united, but it created this. It also made everybody unite, and it made everybody kind of go, ugh, enough. And so now it's about the ribbons and not about the kid. Can't we just have our own moments? We're also outwardly expressive about everything now, where it's like if you don't have some loud gesture, you don't care, and that's just not true. Some people mourn quietly. Some people don't want to be reminded. Some people don't want the ribbons because it makes them think, it makes them so sad that they can't. I mean, we, we always talk about, like, you ought to be more cautious of people's mental health and all that. Sometimes the ribbons push people the other way. And just because you disagree with that doesn't mean it's ribbon heavy. So, Queen Creek HOA guy. I never thought I'd say this. The media's beating you up for no reason. You're just doing what people have asked you to do. You know, if he's out rogue on his own. You know what? These ribbons. They'll, then somebody needs to say, but you Queen Creekers that are saying, oh, this is... You're the ones calling him and saying, go do our dirty work. There's a pickup with a giant spool of orange ribbon. <laughs> right. And how about that guy? When he goes through with the truck and he's got to untie the ribbons and toss them in a trash can because that's the... That poor prick has nothing to do with it. He's just getting paid and doing a job he's been asked to do. How about that? Stephen Holmberg for Queen Creek. <laughs> I know. Standing up for the Queen Creek. For helping out the HOA and the QC. They got rules. And they let you be lax about it for a little bit, but that's enough. They've noticed an excessive amount of ribbons. Ribbonry doesn't necessarily... And, uh, yeah, and if you're flying Ukrainian flags and you're not allowed, you're not allowed. You don't have to announce everything. Like, on my Steeler days, I have a flag on my house because... Put the Buckeye flag up. I've right. never had anything. But I have people I've over. And I've noticed some other neighbors have their team up. Sure. And we- I have people over. So it's almost like to say, am I at the right house for a few? No, yeah, that's it. You know, it's one of those yeah. things. And I take it down immediately after the game. It's not like I'm sitting there with months and months of Steelers garbage in my front yard. It's just for the time the game's on until everybody leaves and it's off. And you don't have to. No, you I don't have an HOA. I do yeah. it because I'm a decent neighbor. You don't want crap yeah, in your front yard And they fade quick if you keep them out. Oh, absolutely. But they, it's, it's you, you, yeah. Streetside memorials, uh, you know, your favorite sports team and stuff like this. Temporary, like hours are the limit on that. A couple hours. The American flag goes up on holidays and stays up and has its rules. Even the American flag kind of has its own little HOA on it, which is like if it's raining, get it out of there. Uh, get it down at night. You know, don't just don't leave it out there all the time. But I feel I feel sort of bad for the HOA guy. And this guy says the HOA that's taking them down is a gated multi-million dollar neighborhood in Gilbert. It's probably because half those Gilbert Goons' parents live in there. And there are people who are like, I just don't want to see all this stuff. It's messy. So, I mean, Facebook is the worst example of it, but the ribbon thing is kind of enough. Yeah, there I am. HOA guy. I'd actually sit in an HOA meeting and go, I think I'm with the HOA on this one. And I don't like HOAs at all. I and was, when you see it, you're driving by the whole ribbon thing, you're just going through the Rolodex. Is that cancer? Someone died? Oh, yeah. I don't know the colors. Um, yeah. Awareness of something? I only know this because the story is so obviously sad that if you don't have a feeling about this story, you just don't have feelings. But I don't need to express. I, I personally, that's my feeling. You can do it. I don't care that you do it. My personal feeling is I don't need to tie a ribbon around that to let my neighbors know I give a crap. I give a crap. It's internal. Mourning is not expressive. It's for you. I don't need to mourn so everybody sees me do it because that makes me a good guy. That's just not why you do it. 
You know, it's uh, you, both of you have lost a parent since uh, in the last couple years. I'm not going to sit there and, hey, Brady, I tied a big ribbon around. Oh, thank you. Oh, hey, Brady. I, I, I did this thing. There was a thing for a donation for your dad's yeah. deal. And on it, I was kind of shocked. And this isn't just your dad's thing. It's all of them that said, do you want to send a letter to the family to let them know you did this? Like, what kind of prick does that? Everybody's looking for attaboys. Right. I'm like, what kind of prick says, did you see the gift I got for your horrible loss? You're welcome. What a prick I'd be to And go. I don't know of a family that has uh, gone through the mourning process and, and all of a sudden get, a, you know, sometimes you get a letter saying who's done it, but not everyone has it. They don't right. like, well, they didn't do, we didn't get any letter from them. They now, not doing, we're mad at them. Flip side. I haven't seen that. I happen to uh, be very close to a situation. Where somebody didn't go to a funeral. And it has divided the family. And not only that, didn't make a call to the person, who the, the one left behind. They were a friend of the family or yeah, in the family? friend of the family. And it has divided the family. Like, there's fights. And it's weird to watch. Because you're like, this all stemmed from a guy who couldn't make it. And then didn't... And again, bad protocol. Didn't call the person and say, I can't make That's it. That's all it took. Uh, and, it and, and never made the call. Yeah. But maybe, you know, just the, the instead of Did just, he make the call after the no. fact? Once they said, you never made the call, he shelled up. Yeah. So it made it worse. He needs to reach out. But, and he can't now because they're also mad at him. So now it's just a big fight. So now it's become this, well, screw you. I'm not going to call then. I was like, oh, boy, this is no longer about the guy who croaked. This is, about, this is bad. So I can see you know, mourning causes emotion that causes uh, irrational behavior. But I remember what, tie a ribbon around a tree. It doesn't really do anything. It used to just be for soldiers, right? The yeah, yellow ones. You tie, tie the old yellow around, yeah. ribbon around the old Tony old Orlando. Yeah. yeah. But if you didn't have an oak tree, you couldn't do it. God damn it, I knew I shouldn't have planted a maple. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Still hate those HOAs. There's nothing about them that makes me think that you guys are getting a good deal. I won't live in a neighborhood with one, ever. Zero chance of it. Zero chance of it. If you can't, if you live in a neighborhood where, without a company telling your neighbors not to park in the grass, then you don't live in a very good neighborhood. <laughs> we need a company to start telling all these people to stop putting car parts in their yard. You need to move to a place where the people are decent enough not to do that. Got one house in my neighborhood, holdovers from, they had to move in in the early 70s. That's way on the other side of the neighborhood. And you drive by it and you're like, woof. Which one doesn't look like all the others? And that's the only thing an HOA would stop is their Winnebago that occasionally goes crossways in their front yard. <laughs> it's like, man. And they leave it there for days. It looks horrible. But it's far enough away from my house that I don't care. You know what? You're right. We're going to do something about that RV. I'm going to build a two-story garage <laughs> right next to you. <laughs> yep. Well, it would. I'll take, never forget when uh, oh. our buddy, when Brenneman was living in uh, the Scottsdale McCormick Ranch area, and the neighbors built a replica. But it might as well have been the uh, White House next to his. It was blocking. Oh, really? Everything. It was. It was almost three stories high, and he couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, because they didn't have any. Well, the city has rules, and it was okay. You know, yeah. you got thirty feet or lower in most places. Yeah. you can go up to twenty nine. We're at twenty nine and a half. Yeah, and they'll knock it. They'll be like, "There's nothing you can do." That's our CC and ours. Anyway, so the ribbon sings the thing. So be careful with all that. Just don't don't make people mourn in unison. If you don't like it, they're allowed not to. And then another thing, well, we talked about this the other day with like uh, calling the news over stuff that just 
saw another story where a guy married his cousin. Somehow the news knows. And then this dude goes on the news and says, uh, my ex forged my paternity test. I've been raising strangers for 11 years. Wow. How does the news Man. know? Don't you just shut up about that and leave? How does the news know? Did he put it on Reddit or something? Yeah, I don't know. It says he's been left devastated after discovering, uh, oh, it was only one kid, but the child he cared for for 11 years isn't his. Uh, revealed that his ex-girlfriend tricked him by faking the paternity test results using the real father's DNA and changing the names. A man believed he was the father, provided love and care for the child, financial support to the mother, and now he's seeking justice against her. And he's lost faith in the legal system. Because they're no longer together? I don't know. He's only 30, but he, yeah, he shared it on Reddit. Yeah. He went on Reddit. That's yeah, well, that's just it. He's trying to get on Dr. Phil and yeah. make the make What should I do and, on this? Yeah, he's, he's trying to get paid. Girlfriend became pregnant when we were 18. I'm 30 now. And she told me she had uh, another guy in her life at the time. And I said, you know what? It's okay. Because uh, we'll get a paternity test and have the baby. The other guy was not as nice. He's like, you get a paternity test. If that ain't mine, you get nothing and you're going to have a fight on your hands. This dude was like loving and caring, arms wide open. Said, "If it's my baby, pansy, I'm going to pay." Keyshawn <laughs> wasn't paying. Keyshawn's well, out the I'm door. I'm not going to fight it. Yeah, the other dude was smart. Going, you had how many dudes inside you? Let's, Hell no. We'll wait for more his tests because I ain't going to tell you anything. He's and the other guy was like, "No, I still love you. If this baby's mine, you get all the support." And the other guy's like, "I'm not. I'm you ain't getting anything for me." So That's she, cuck. yeah, immediately said, "Well, there's the guy I'm going to try to lean this towards," and she did it. And so for the last 11 years, uh, that's gone on. Um, and now he's like, I don't know what to do because I agreed to all this. So, that, But it was under false pretense. So he's got to go to court and like sue for all her money. He ain't getting any of that money back. <laughs> Quit telling the news or Reddit. Well, that's the only stupid private that garbage. now that it's out. No, it isn't. There's laws against this. He doesn't have to go to Reddit. Sure, he can, char- he can start his crowdfund now. Right. Well, no. If he's crooked, he'll Help do that. Help Donnie right. Lee out. Right. Oh, if, yeah. if he's a crooked, go fund me. A crooked pile of garbage. He'll start trying to get money from people. But the new, like letting everybody know, airing your dirty laundry about, like, oh, she lied to me about this, and now strangers should know. That happens to me. Maybe you guys find out about it. Maybe twenty years from now, I'd tell the story. I'm like, hey, something happened to me a while ago. That I've sorted it out. But I'm well, not going to just go flopping a like a dead fish out in the middle of public square screaming, I got screwed. I think that was doing it for years, and he never really found out. He's just assumed, oh, it's mine. I'm like, well, at least find out. Always find out. Like, I, even, he, if, he, even if you know, know it, like it's yours, still test later. it. <laughs> like, even if you're like, this is for sure mine, but just in case. Because you know, the last thing you want to do is find out later on down the road. I don't care how nice you are. If it's an ex- you're going to want some money. And a, you know, for sure, if you're married, I know there's curiosity, but you've been raising that kid for 11 years. I'd paternity Would test it change stuff? At birth. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I guarantee it would change stuff. I guarantee you, the second you found out it wasn't, You'd be you can still love that kid. Still, yeah, exactly. You're but still you're going to sit back and go, I want. Father or mother. She knew. Now, you can't help but have human reaction to go, she knew the whole time. Like, you'd be mad. You'd be mad at somebody because you get duped. The one thing human beings cannot tolerate is being fooled. We can't do it. We don't like it. We just look at, I mean, we, nobody cared about Jesse Smollett at all until you picked a side and found out he lied about it. Then it was like, I hate it. Like, you, you, human emotion from being fooled. We don't like it at all. 
I would uh, the minute that baby's coming out, I'd be like, "Hey, doc, shove a Q-tip in that thing's mouth. Let's make sure." What, are you sure about that? Yeah, it's positive. I just don't want to start off on the wrong foot. Do what Steve Nash did. Find out right there in the delivery room, and then go. Uh, we're done here. Maury's your OBGYN. Well, yeah. <laughs> Bring Maury. Maury. Maury needs to come in with some Q-tips and a, little, and, a, and a little uh, dripper. But we're going to see what's the harm. And if you're a wife, I just want to see, why are you doing this? Why are you upset about it? If it's so obvious, this will be a two-second operation. We all move on. Do you think I'm doing anything? No. I'm just making certain. Saying if they're mad at you for right. asking. Yeah, exactly. Like the person, are you cheating on me? How and dare look, you? That's the reaction of I'm going to drop this in her mouth real quick and make sure we're all on the same page. That's just awful. It might be. Wait seven more minutes. If things turns purple, we'll know for sure it's awful. <laughs> it's not mine. Yeah, it's a nice little test. And women, you should do it too. Dude starts hanging around the neighbor's house, and that kid looks a little bit like, hey, we'll swab it. A lot more swabbing. We got the technology. Swab away. I look just like my dad, but I wouldn't be surprised if he came to me and said, you know what? I'm going to swab you real quick. Just even now, like he's coming in this weekend. If my dad swabbed me, I'd be like, let's see. I'm curious, too. I would want to know. More importantly, I'd be, as the kid, I'd want to know. My dad comes out. My dad and I look way too much alike for him to. Have not hosed that beast. <laughs> like mom. Mom made two replicants of Dan Holmberg. Unfortunately, his face is attached to uh, my sister. <laughs> and then me. When I did Night of the Singing Dead and I had the wig on and stuff, I'm like, wow. This is the Holmberg female face. I am one of them. I look just like. Did my, you have a little Mexican landscaper trying to pick up on you? Oh, it was. It, you board. know what was amazing? Yes, <laughs> it is hey! very attractive to the uh, small Mexican <laughs> immigrant. Yeah, check out the big bit. <laughs> all right, all right, that's enough. I like a girl with a nose that's <laughs> six to ten inches long, like me. Yeah, it was weird, but yeah, swab away. But don't go calling the news or go to Reddit first. If you're curious at all, swab. Heck, I did it to my dogs. I have DNA tests on my dogs to find out. And now the bad thing is Megan's trying to contact family members. <laughs> it's bad. There, we found out Jack Ham has a brother nearby. And they give you the name because those people have also done a DNA test. So she's like, I want to find out if Buddy wants to have a play date. I'm like, I don't know. No, no, no. So she's been emailing You sure these are pretty. Yeah, been emailing these people. I don't care. I don't want new people in my life. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and this all kinds of new Hillbilly friends. comes by and goes, hey, you ain't got no ribbon in your front yard. Don't you care? Your wife's got a nice patooter. Thanks. But he can go now. Wouldn't it be great because your friend Mark has Jack's sister Lucy and we can reunite the litter? No, I really don't think that's a necessary thing at all. Hey, we're grilling corn on a grocery cart. Come on over. <laughs> Come meet Buddy. Buddy's just this... <laughs> like, oh, he's being raised wrong. I don't think we want this. We look just alike. I can learn that from pictures. <laughs> I don't need... And this guy... And kudos to Buddy's family. They haven't responded because... They're probably thinking the same thing. Exactly. This crazy woman. They should be. It's my dog, for God's Lunatic sake. Lunatic wants brothers and sisters to reunite from a litter. Stop it. And they fight. Oh, they, all they do is they tear each other's throats. This isn't going how 
They don't do that. She's, I'm gonna quit bugging those people. They have not gotten back to me yet. Of course they haven't. They think you're insane. She comes home looking like Eddie George after <laughs> finding out the Wolverine. <laughs> Torn to shreds. <laughs> buddy, Neck brace. Buddy doesn't have the same temperament as Jack Ham. No, Buddy is a horrible prick. We don't know that. Lesson learned. But that DNA test, we found out about the dogs, and it gives you like a list of other dogs, your dogs related to, that have also done the test. It's fairly neat. Brilliant business. But you just keep that under wraps. And the, and the, and the biggest thing was... It did show Lucy, who we know for sure is his sister, on the list because they did the DNA test too. Different fathers, same litter. That's how a dog works. Pretty cool. There's your extended boring right yeah. there. Oh, yeah. That's He's sire. Yeah, you are the sire. But so are you because you can double <laughs> seed a dog broad. A bitch in the dog world can take two <laughs> loads and make different batches. All right. That's pretty awesome. And Lucy comes from a batch that has, like, Sharpay and Doberman, and Jack comes from one that doesn't. But they all fell out at the same time. Thirteen males, all are the father. Posing. I think Cardi B's got a song about that. I don't know if Buddy, over here in Gilbert, is the same father. I think he, was the, I think he is from the same batch that Jack's from. But again, we swabbed our dogs to find out what they are and where their families are weird i'd do it if i had a kid that thing would get, I'd, sw- I'd probably swab it once every couple months just as technology got better i'd be like ah eh, still not 100 still not 100 convinced i need to pay for everything <laughs> let's just maybe I'd put another guy on the dole here for a little while and eh, this one came back a little shaky vesley might I'd, I'd actually do it in the touch vesley Hit him with the swab. What'd you do? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I get touch your face with that Q-tip? My bad. And then I'd shove it in the kid's mouth, mix the DNA, and then Vestley comes back, and I'm getting checks from him on the rig. <laughs> the DNA setups. It's ridiculous. So, DNA test your kids today. Why not? You might find out. And if you're a kid, DNA test yourself. Let's see what your parents' reaction is. That's who should be doing it. Put the Q-tip in the air in front of mom and dad at dinner and go, anybody got any uh, last words? <laughs> and whoever's eyes get huge, oh boy. Now you know. <laughs> Suck that Q-tip, shove it in the thing, and mail it off. And we'll wait for the results. We'll be right back with family dinner after this. Why would you want to do that there, David? I don't know. Let's see what you two are up to. I have to tell your mother did a lot of experimenting in college, and I'm not sure that uh, you want to know the results of that. <laughs> well, we're going to see him soon. Larry McFeely's my father? <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> oh, if Larry got hit with a bill, forget it. I'm going to help him tie the noose. <laughs> right, what are Muslims doing? are right about this. Stone the freaking horror. <laughs> well, now, <laughs> I- I'll agree. I'll go so far as to say I agree with the HOA. I'm never going to say Muslims are right about this when it comes to how they handle their ladies. Hey, that's Donovan, not me. <laughs> you know, one thing the Muslims got going for them is the way the ladies sort of, you know, fall in line. <laughs> I guess Donovan's kind of right. <laughs> DNA. It's a dangerous technology. Oh, yeah. What'd you do? Like, you go home to Kurt today and just, go, just hold up the swab and go, I'm going to do it. You want to tell me anything before I do this? No, there's no doubt. I'm, yeah. I'm, you guys yeah. look exactly alike. What if it's your, what if it, he have a brother? 
Yeah. Swap. <laughs> Just in case. Does he look like his brother? Eh, kind of. Eh, it could have been kinda. like a whole uh, Eiffel Tower one weekend at the old Vesley house. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. Swap it. And there your mom was running around with J.P. Morgan or whoever it was on a weekend. She won't admit to it, but she did some She did some drinking and dancing. In oh, her hell, day. if that was the case, I'd be swabbing it. myself. I mean, J.P. Morgan, hey. If my, if my mom was like, I was friends with a Rockefeller, I'm like, ah, let me get the Q-tip. I'm going to swab away and hope that I just have a big nose for, by you know coincidence. My dad would be like, "Yeah, it isn't Rockefeller's kid." <laughs> He'd be upset that it. Like, if I, if my I, mom cheated and had a, an affair with Rockefeller, my dad would be with me, hoping it, that I'm not his. Let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> He'd be sitting next to me. Go, Come on! Ah, crap! Your mind. We'd both be disappointed. I swabbed it. They were they were both on there, but you know. Well, you got I your swab in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they did theirs. Well, yours, yeah. No real worry on that one. Still swabbed it. Yeah. Do that today. Get with your parents and just hold the Q-tip up. Got anything to say? And watch your mom. Any last words? Watch your mom's eyes. <sighs> Why are you? Anybody has any objections? There's there's a story behind it. I don't think this is necessary, God damn it. What are you upset about, Dad? Just, you're bringing up a lot you don't know, son. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is there a reason why I like burritos more than you guys? <laughs> Is there something about the landscaping crew we should talk about? Uh, it's 7.32. What do you got on the big board of musical treats, Brett? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop. If you're, you know, it's wintertime. If you're having trouble getting to the arena to go to the basketball game, you know. <laughs> it's too snowy. Well, yeah, head on over to Action Ride Shop. They'll hook you up with the uh, the skis, the snowboards, the boots, the bindings, uh, everything you need to get you up and down the mountain or to the arena in this case. ActionRideShop.com or go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. And, of course, they all come in for uh, DeAndre. Uh, oh, vanilla yeah. Ice, Ice Baby. <laughs> uh, Beck Loser. Foreigner Cold as Ice. Metallica Trapped, trapped Under, under ice. ice. There it is. I haven't heard that in forever. Don't Be Lazy is also another one. <laughs> yeah, and I then like for that. the uh, billboards, uh, Bombshell from Power Man 5000. Yeah. Prepare your coffins. Trapped Under Ice? I like Trapped Under Ice quite right. a bit. That's a good one. Somebody said Yoko Ono's Walking on Thin Ice or something like that. I'm like, why do you even know a Yoko Ono song yeah. enough to bring that up? Other than Warzone. I mean. Smash it. Warzone. All right. We'll do a little Trapped Under Ice by Metallica for DeAndre's Perilous Adventure. And again, I don't know how long the Trailblazers have been a team. I think it's been since the late 60s, early 70s, maybe. First time it's ever happened that nobody could make it to the arena because it was icy. On top of that, think of the technology they've had since then, exactly. too. Four-wheel drives and everything else. Yeah. You just got to the goddamn place. It's It was the new maps on Call of Duty, I'm telling you. <laughs> that is a hell of a coincidence. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, it's Metallica. For you, DeAndre, I don't miss you at all. You know what this makes me happy about? Yusuf Nurkic. You just, I just love the big Nurk. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Off the air band name, postmenopausal Hitler just happened. So we're not sure. Because the guy that was uh, trying to pimp his mother to Larry, whose last name was Spittler. Yes. Uh, 
we said, we'll send some pictures over to Toledo and see if this woman is worthy of Larry's affections. Got nothing. Because nothing better in this building. If Larry and this lady hooked up that we had Spittler and the Jew walking the halls. I would be, <laughs> there would be nothing more fun for me and everyone else. But T-shirts with the engagement on it. Larry about it yesterday. It's great. Some old broad. I'm like, yeah, Larry, you're old now. That's a hard yeah, realization. It is a tough one. But it is hard when a guy's son or a lady's son is trying to hook you up. Yeah. I had my, uh, he was my bro. This was my bro, Drew. He was my uh, physical therapist. This dude, he was like the ultimate bro. Little action Big figure. Drew. Is that Wait, the guy? No, 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 that was Jason. Oh, damn it. He was working on me physical therapy a few years ago. And we're, we're working out together and doing stuff and getting along great. And he's fun and we have a good time. And we're like, and he goes, man, he goes, uh, it's too bad you're, you're married. I'm like, why? And he goes, because I would hook you up with somebody. I'm like, oh, yeah, who? And he goes, my mom. I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? And Drew's like 30. <laughs> Mom's a little spitfire, though. She wasn't that far. She was older than me. And then he started. It was, it was his mom's buddy. Because his mom's going a different direction. His mom's friend. And yes, when I say that, I mean that. She's going a different direction. Hi, mom. Hi, other mom. But yeah, the friend he had a friend's mom that one. It was like, what? Oh, it was his. It was his uh, girlfriend's mom. That's who it was. There you she go. was about my age. I'm like, you guys could double, man. It didn't register in my head that that was something that. And he started laughing. He goes, "Yeah, she's crazy." And I'm like, "Okay." Ugh. But then you start thinking about it. She was in her twenties, not the mom, but the the wife. So it made sense. We're about the same age. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, bro? I was all bro down with him. We're bro down, aren't we? I'm like, like the weird uncle now. And then Drew and I have talked about it since. Now we're bros again. <laughs> Are we bros? He sees me as a bro figure rather than an, a crazy uncle. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. And it's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. At Hooters, they appreciate everybody who's worn the uniform. Present your military ID and get 10% off your food and non-alcoholic beverage. Purchase each and every single day at Hooters, military folks get a little extra for being a little extra. So thanks to everybody who's ever served currently or in the past. Hooters takes care of you by shaving a little off the top for your service. Thank you. Brady, thank you for yours as well. Report it. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hello. Happy Winnie the Pooh Day. Hey. And Tigger, too. That's right. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know that's what I I know. <laughs> Sissy Spacek slept in her bloody dress for three days while filming the prom scene in Carrie. She wanted to preserve the continuity instead of oh. reapplying the fake blood. You couldn't just take it off, hang it up, and put That's it back right. on the next day? You don't have to wash it. The most popular song in the history of Norway is Love Hurts by Nazareth. It was the number one song... There for 61 straight weeks in 1976 and 1977. It never got higher than number eight over there, but over here. Over here, I was going to say. That doesn't make sense. Number one for a year and a a month? Yeah. Or even longer. Year and two months. Yeah, you're in. So all the way from January into the next March. Figured it'd be some ABBA song or something. That's what I thought. Something Nordic. Were they all going through a breakup at the same time? Love hurts. It's a good song. Maybe, it, yeah. But you're saying was Abba going through a break? No, at that no, time? no. You're oh. not following. Okay. 
all of the country that made it the number one song for 13 weeks. There's a place called Pheasant Island that's co-owned by Spain and France. They trade off who controls who controls the island every six months. They've been doing it for almost 400 years. Hmm. Kiwis were originally called Chinese gooseberries. But when New Zealand wanted to export them to the United States, they changed the name because China was communist. That's which right. made them unpopular in America during the Cold War. Still is communist. The Chinese unpopular or the Kiwis? At the time, the gooseberries. when the Cold War was happening. Oh. Calling them Chinese gooseberries nice. wasn't a good marketing. Bit of an overreaction. We still had, you know, Chinese food, Chinese restaurants. Nobody goes, I'm not eating their commies. It's already here. Maybe there was a big drop in Chinese food intake during the Cold War. I don't know. I was alive during the Cold War. We still had the little white boxes of food. Yep. I don't think you ever slowed down at a Chinese restaurant because no. of communism. <laughs> <laughs> wow, just, what a shot. It might have increased because yeah. of the top of, top of mind stuff. Yeah, you You're never, talking about what's going on in China. Hey, that sounds pretty good. But I don't think you second-guess a delicious meal over politics. No. You're eating it. You could have Al-Qaeda lamb shanks and be cool with that. <laughs> and what is this? What is this, goat? Man, he's not much of a uh, political figure, but boy, that Bin Laden sure can make goat taste good. Little bassas. There's a uh, woman. It would be great to see an Al-Qaeda leader there, Brady. You know the Al-Qaeda leader would be looking at a bottle of boss sauce like, why do I have this? They give it to everybody. Here you go. Bassas. Al-Qaeda boss sauce. Brady Laden's barbecue opening yeah. soon near you. You're gonna like it, or else. <laughs> Too bad you don't know how to keep your mouth shut, because you sure can't make goat barbecue. <laughs> a woman is going viral on TikTok for explaining how it's always awkward when she gets a new job, because her name is Samantha Hart. Samantha Hart. Okay. And HR always has to tell her that her name doesn't exactly fit the usual email structure. S Hart. Yeah. Shart at yeah. the company.com. Yeah, that's... <laughs> so she's just starting a new job, and she's already dreading having the conversation with... How do you Shark. think Carl Untley feels? <laughs> <laughs> this is an email I'm not a real big fan of here. Mr. Untley, there's no other option. A study out of the University of Copenhagen found men with man boobs or moobs are at a 37% higher risk for early death before the age of 75. Good news is just having them because your overweight doesn't count. It only applies to men with a condition of gynocomastia. Yeah. That's not what Gyno, Yeah, gynocomastia. Mm -hmm. um, it's a hormone imbalance. Gives you cancer. Having big old honkers just because you're chubby is different. That's called pseudo-gynomastia. <laughs> you don't know what it's called. Gynocomastia. There it is. They say it doesn't come with the same risks, although being overweight isn't great either. Right. If you've got man, you're not in a good position. I've had them. I read a story about my B cups. I started to get kind of nice ones. There was a little slope on the end of mine, you know? They kind of had that little ski bump. That little nice. ski bump, that little rise, and then the tight, taut underneath. They were uh, reasonable. 
Now, I got a little thick there for a while. and then Not I a hormonal imbalance? <laughs> no. These were a combination of maybe hormonal imbalance because I was treating myself like a pig. And my body's like, well, I think he wants a set of... Let's give it to him. And I had... Were they I, Petrus good or... Uh, if I put in some artificials, I would have. it would have been hard. Like, you know when girls who have boobs a little bit and then get enhanced, but yeah. not crazy? Mine would have been nice. Oh, man. I, if I was a woman, would have had... Really, they, they, they dropped down a little, but instead of sagging, they, they were perky. I had a little banana lift on there. I had a little agony to defeat ski jump on the end of that thing. <laughs> and I looked at her room like, I got to slow her down a little bit. I'm 238. <laughs> I got to pop down... I got to get lower, and then immediately—that's what first thing I know is when my body's not in shape. Those things start to like, hey, we're making a comeback. I'm like, no, 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 I got to lay off the candy. That's what they're saying. The bad news is you could have the bad version and not know it. How are you supposed Experts to know? Experts aren't sure, but they think it could affect between a third and two thirds of men on some level. The hormone imbalance can happen at any age, but tends to peak during puberty. Yeah. And again, as you get older and testosterone drops. Yeah. I've got a thick chest. That's just a Holmberg thing. We have boobs. It's not hard. Like, it's like, you know, guys who just have big arms for no reason. Yeah. My boobs are big. So I can work them out and they look nice. Johnny Jugs. But if I don't work them out and I squeeze them together, you get in between there, I'd hide the whole thing. It's, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, at my worst. Not right now. Right now, the whole top edge would show as you slide around. We'd have to use fingers. <laughs> you know, like those girls in porn who don't have very big ones but still try that move. We have another uh, sleep study that just came out. Researchers looked at the health records and sleep patterns of 3,400 Americans over two years. And people who slept an average uh, an hour longer on weekends had lower rates of heart disease. They were less at risk for heart attacks and strokes than people who woke up at their normal time. Biggest difference was folks who averaged less than six hours a night during the week and got at least two extra hours on the weekends. The one time it might not be good is if you're already getting enough sleep during the week. In that case, sticking to your normal schedule keeps your internal clock on schedule and makes higher quality sleep. But for anyone else who's sleep-deprived, which is a lot of us, yeah. sleeping in on the weekends might be a good call. I try to listen to my body, and even if you're not sleeping, stay rested, because I don't sleep good. This guy says, Brady Laden barbecue is a thing. Prepare your coffin. <laughs> and this guy says, when I was stationed in Japan, there was a shawarma stand outside our base. Confirmed ties to Al-Qaeda. Still the best food I've ever had, especially when we were drunk. We figured it was just job security to keep it going. <laughs> yeah, give them a few bucks. Because if you put them out of business, what are you doing? You've got no enemy. Applebee's will be selling a date night pass for $200 starting next Monday <laughs> while supplies last. You get an Applebee's for you, that. You get a card that's good for one year that gives you $30 for food and non-alcoholic drinks on every visit. You can only visit once a day. So basically, hold on. Mm-hmm. For two hundred dollars, I yep. get a thirty dollars credit every day at Applebee's for a year. Look out! All right, Applebee's. So you gotta Prepare go at coffee. least seven times to make to get your money back, but you can use it up to fifty times, uh, fifty-two times. 
through January 31st. So oh, only once a week. A week. So you can't do week. it every day. You can yeah. you can knock out your 52 every day. Right. Every day, but once you're at 50. So it's 52, yeah. 30. That's still a great deal. Yeah. Max is out uh, basically a $1,300 and yeah. a little over 1300 bucks in savings. You get a $200. And for $200, you get $1,500 worth of food. Yep. That's not bad. So basically what they're saying Make is... you go get some riblets? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some fries. You get $30 worth of fries every day. And a salad. Burger? Then you get to it. get them cans back quick. Burgers oh, are pretty there good. there you go. No, yeah. No, I would end up with the B, the B cans, the bitch cans. <laughs> Very fast if I had a... Yeah, those burgers aren't bad. Craft singles fans Not are going to be excited. Meaning because you? They're flavoring <laughs> the cheese now. They're coming out with three flavors. What? Caramelized onion, craft single, uh, jalapeno, craft single, and a garlic herb. Maybe jalapeno. Step up your grilled cheese. How excited are you? Oh, I'm going to get some of that action. This guy says, your show's funny in so many different ways, but one way it's really funny is this one weird silence that seems to happen every day. You give Brady some crap over his lack of journalistic skill, and instead of him ever correcting himself or just admitting he's wrong, there's this pause, and he just starts reading the next story. <laughs> it kills me every day. Hey, yeah, we're adding more funny to the program, even when we're not trying. Even our silences are hilarious. Like that one. Bert's Bees. <laughs> Timing! <laughs> if you're a fan of Bert's Bees, yeah. they're teaming up with Hidden Valley Ranch. It started a year ago when they, it was an April Fool's deal. So now you can get the Bert's Bees lip balm, ranch flavored. Oh, here we go. Well, the pigs are going to be Pigs are going to just eat their yeah. bees. Beginning January 17th, fans can purchase... Ranch a limited edition four lips. pack of Burt's Bees lip balm, Hidden Valley Ranch, uh, Buffalo sauce. I kissed a girl. Celery yeah, and like it. You do that. Like the lyric, I kissed a girl and I liked it. Tastes like cherry chapstick. Is now I kissed a girl and I liked it. Tastes, tastes like, like ranch, ranch dressing. That's America. American fat sauce, keeping your lips lubed, so you can slide more chicken, deep fried chicken tenders in. We had a guy that uh, was flying out of Mumbai on Spice Jet. It's a nice. And he got stuck in the bathroom for over an hour. It got uh, about a half hour into it. The flight attendants finally slid a note under. We're sorry you're there. Uh, we're working on. We're working on it. We finally would be able to open the door after he was in there for an hour. Even the airlines in India are too spicy. The Spice Name everything after spices. <laughs> That's got to be the spirit air of India or something. Thank you for flying Spice Jet. We apologize about the smell, but let's be honest, we're all used to it here. Right? There's the letter. No, the note. We tried our best to open the door. However, we couldn't. Do not panic. <laughs> we are landing in a few minutes, so please choose the com- or please yeah please please choose the commode lid. Close. Sorry, close the commode lid and sit on it. Secure yourself. Yourself. U-R-S-E-L-F. This is somebody under 25, probably. Yourself is R- U-R. So they're speaking. They're writing in text. 
As soon as the main door is open, an engineer will come. Do not panic. Oh, no, 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 no. So they just got to wait for Patel to show up at a crowbar and open that door up or what? Yeah, they broke it. Unfortunately, I am trapped in the commode under the spice air and I do not know what to do. I am beginning to panic. Would you like to discover a card? Please, do not panic. But I am panicking. Do not panic. But I can't help but panic. I am trapped in a commode, although it is the best smelling part of India, the commode. <laughs> Please put the man in the commode, stop panicking, you're making us panic. Don't panic, you have to land the plane. Stop it, panic. He wouldn't get out, it was the biggest bathroom he's ever been in. <laughs> <laughs> this is luxurious. Enjoy the luxurious bathroom. Do not panic in that voice automatically makes it. If you're an Indian run, do not panic. What's wrong? <laughs> immediately, this, immediately, it's the scariest panicking. accent to hear. Do not panic, because usually there's a cobra nearby. <laughs> That's my, I have spilled my basket. Do not panic. <laughs> oh God, there's a cobra loose. Do not panic. In Grand Junction, Colorado, authorities are investigating a possible homicide. This family uh, just moved into their house, and they started cleaning out some of the stuff that was left behind. They, it was a deep freezer. They put it in the front yard. Someone went over to get it, and they opened it up, and they discovered a, a bag that had something in it, and they, it was a frozen head. Oh. Authorities have since confirmed it was a human head. Is it in DeAndre? There is an active investigation. No further information available at this time. What part of Chicago was it in? Yeah. It was in Grand Junction, Colorado. Wow. Could have been an accident. Yeah, I didn't think those no, there are no would... accidents. <laughs> By the way, uh, Scott Haynes brought up an interesting point about DeAndre Ayton not being able to make it from his house to the arena because of some ice. So does anybody else find it ironic that a team called the Trailblazers couldn't figure out how to get him there? <laughs> that's a good point. Blazing trails over terrain. No one's ever. Well, not ice. We're not doing that. That's crazy. This 62-year-old man in New York named Mark Coon was arrested. Oh, no, crazy. for trapping and spraying, spray painting squirrels bright red. <laughs> it's unclear why he was doing it, but he was caught. Two traps with red spray paint on them. They found the squirrels, and the problem is the. Paint is yeah, it's not good for poisonous. You. Nobody should be spray toxic. Painted. Nothing should be spray painted. That's he was charged with three counts of poisoning and or attempting to poison animals and other violations of state environmental conservation laws. Just don't spray paint the the woodland creatures. I mean, it's a basic rule. Again, we shouldn't have to have specific language on that to be like don't. There should just be a law called don't. You know, don't. Spray paint something living. You knew that was wrong. <laughs> Do we have to go to the books? We get a lawyer. Go. Well, there's really no laws in the books. Yeah, but come on. There's got to be like an asshole clause that we just lean on. Clearly, whenever. right here. We didn't have anything in writing, clause. but I mean, this is a don't law. He knows. Yeah, but there's no laws in the books. Yeah, he knows. Throw him in jail for something. A barista at a coffee shop in Atlanta, in the Atlanta airport, got fired over the weekend. It's not clear what she did. But the way she left didn't help. She kept demanding to get her stuff, which I can understand why. You know, you, you get fired, but 
I think she wanted her backpack and sure. I think she's back, but she they wouldn't let her back there. She told her manager to get out of the way. Then she had the fight some belongings there, but she wasn't allowed in the back of the Starbucks yeah. anymore, huh? Or harvest and grass. Yep. She wants her stuff back. She's in a mask. Oh, now we got two employees going at it. Oh, security is not happy. She picks up a chair. Security <laughs> immediately gets the chair, takes a swing at Brian Dable, coach of the New York Giants. He tosses oh, her. Oh, tosses her. Oh, oh, she's up, though. She's feisty. She's taking swings. He's got a nice back move. Now, another person has uh, locked her arms up. Yeah, watch this. He takes a punch. Right, he lets her go. She swings and connects with the he really do big dude. Oh, yeah. And she's walking now. She's going the other way. She seems this to be... Oh, she move. made a move. She did hurdles. Oh, jumps over the counter behind the... Oh, she's now in and amongst the baristas. Now, Dable's, Dable's got her again. And it's oh, up a pan. She got a pan. She takes oh. Dable's head. Oh, this is great stuff, people. Now the other... The, the black security guard is in there. Brian Dable is no match for her. He says someone's calling the cops, right? That's right. She doesn't mind this. Meanwhile, the her former co-worker with red hair there, just... She got oh, her they tossed her out again. And yeah, the jacket is cold out. Just give her her coat. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> it was a big deal. I was like, that would have been easier just to give her her coat and her Why backpack. did that have to escalate so badly? The woman needed her coat back and she was on her way. Harvesting Grounds yeah. has a strict rule. You fire her, she's still entitled to her stuff, You're right? fired and never ever will you see that coat again. You fired me to keep my coat. Ah, you got to prove that in court of law. <laughs> I'm Brian Dable. <laughs> I'm Brian Dable, coach of the Giants. You Man, he tossed her ass, though. Wow, that was fun. Then I have one real quick radio video. This guy uh, looks like he's in a, a desert of curry powder. Yeah, it does look like curry. <laughs> it's your dream. Does Is this a Brady fever this dream? This guy that's stuck in the bathroom on that flight. So this, this is, is where curry comes from. I, I had a fever dream and I taped it. So he's going to try to jump. Once a number again, of uh, motorcycles. Once again, Brady's on the Uzbekistan. Yeah, it is an Uzbekistan. Get some uh, vo- volume on right. the... It's an Uzbekistan. It's a high hurdle. Oh, oh, he's jumping. He's just running and jumping forward. Now watch the face. Oh! oh. <laughs> Curry is not a quality landing. Jen, Uzbekistan! Look at the other guys are really excited about this. This guy jumping over motorcycles <laughs> with his sandals on. I don't think they have tennis shoes over there. Brady's oh, definitely on the list. Look at that guy. He, he does. Got, this dude has like, great he's got like those are like Yeezys. Well, if for some reason Drake is there, I don't know why that guy's dressed like that. <laughs> and then this skinny dude tries to. It's just four smashed together motorcycles. Six dudes dapperly dressed. This is why none of those people are in the NBA. <laughs> I mean, there is, that dude's like six seven, and he didn't even come close to making that jump. He hit the first bike. Go back and see when it goes south. First bike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. He wouldn't have made it over one. And by the way, your your tennis shoes comment is off because there's a pair sitting by the side of the road. Yeah, yeah, he took them off to put those hirachis on so he could do this jump. <laughs> He'd go back again because this dude's... It's well, a, it clips right it right off the bat. The first, it's the first bike. He's going over on the first bike. By the way, he's got like a 90-foot head start. <laughs> Like, there are people in the Olympics that could broad jump those bikes. This Good guy's, stride. I mean, he's coming all the way from Uzbekistan, <laughs> oh, and then he makes it wow. to the, the field of curry is remarkably yellow, though. <laughs> Where are they? And I could watch this all day. <laughs> and that dude just eats. eats. 
immediately. <laughs> the definition. I like the of guy, eating. the final guy, watching with the ha- the hand up. Yeah. It's oh. like, is he officially measuring where right. the face plant is? Here's the other next thing. Up? We got four bikes <laughs> and like nine Uzbekis. Yep. <laughs> and they just decided to park at the end of this road, and one of them just wouldn't shut up about being able to jump them. All right, fine, line them up. I He's already too deep right yeah. there. He's <laughs> just too deep. It's a late start, and that first motorcycle clips his foot, <laughs> and he's he's done. <laughs> That's gone bad right there. He doesn't make it over one. Oh, I want preparing for impact uh, right there. I want the uh, the origin story of them <laughs> not being able to tolerate another claim that he could jump those bikes. He's getting one guy in a mask. I could jump this bike, no problem. Just line him up. Ah, for Christ's sake, man, Daddy, you could do this. Line up the goddamn oh. bikes and just let's see if he can do it. I will prove it to you with great acumen and athleticism. Based on what? I am a great leaper. <laughs> well. Watch this. Just I need about a hundred yard start. <laughs> I will clear four bikes jammed very tightly together. Not sure what the last comment means, but uh, let's see. Trans- yeah. Unreadable. Yeah. There's no. It says see translation, and then you translate. Yeah, no, don't do it. It, says no. nothing. it had. It don't was, translate anything don't translate. on this page <laughs> ever. No, don't. Yeah. don't You'll be on a list too, yeah. along with Brady. <laughs> Yeah, this is definitely a gauging your interest page, and now the next thing your computer's is going to be loads. Yeah, of I know. Thanks, Brady. Who's Becky ideas? Like right now, for some oh, uh, I also Curry Desert, and that's what I got. Public service announcement to the general public: uh, people about my age, somewhere around forty, you start seeing that ripped dude in his sixties on some ads, and it, don't gray, click with, on him. With you the never gray beard. Yeah, he's just yep. shredded. Like you, you can get shredded in your sixties. I'm like, Jesus, that dude is. Every single thing for the last week on my feed is uh, dad T-shirts that say, it might be old, but I ain't dead. I'm like, oh, God. Oh my. 45 to 65, this is your workout. <laughs> right. 55 to 65, here's your workout. Don't click on Smoke Show Grandpa because I did it. V-shred. Because I didn't really, I knew it was an ad, but man, my ads have changed into like, I need everything this guy takes. He looks good. Brett, what do you got? All right. Do not click on Shredded Grandpa. You'll have a bowl of supplements. Just add milk. Shredded Grandpa, either a band name or a cereal, but both. All right. We'll we'll start with a little gun safety here. All right. Uh, Hit the clicker. All right. Here we go. It's a surveillance film and some sort of a weird. Is that TSA? There's a military. It's like a military guy, a Middle Eastern woman. She's dressed in. trying to take it out of the. Oh. oh! All right. I didn't wow! Who shot? Gotta watch it. Wow! He kills oh, the he's lady. Checking the guy, yeah, he's checking yeah. the guy's gun. All right. So time out. Let's reset it. Pause it real quick. So you got a lady dressed as a tablecloth. You got a military general of some sort. In a he's made up. That's a made up military. Yep. He's probably kind of frilly things all over his. It uniform. might be the Pakistani Salvation Army. I don't know what uniform he's in. And he's handling a weapon. And two people are at a desk. And he's on this. All right. Go ahead. He basically cocks. He's trying to think he's putting one out of the chamber. Everybody's making sure his weapon's right? unloaded. But everybody's going so slow, like the first time they've ever handled a gun. Clear, and then he, he the aims magazine. it right at the yeah. woman and through her head. It goes, wow. wow. That was on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I saw her. Look and look how fast he's moving out. Yeah, man. Oops. I have killed a woman. Oh, well. Have you seen our sea of curry? Yeah, does not matter. I've killed a woman. That will happen. Uh, By the way, whore's ankles were showing anyway, so it's time she went. <laughs> Uh, here's the latest game sweeping the nation. She loaded was, or not loaded? Actually, uh, 
She was probably over there in Saudi Arabia trying to get a driver's license. <laughs> oh, sure. Step over to my desk really quickly and let's uh, just get the paperwork in order for Sign you. And no driving. Oh. No driving for you. You can't see anymore. Wait a minute. Didn't we just play Loaded or Unloaded? Yeah. This uh, is, no, this is uh, the this game. is the home version. Loaded oh. or Unloaded. Oh, this is going to be bad. Okay. He's a Hello, little, my friend. Little guy. Oh, <laughs> or like he's a, he's no. A, Hello, my friend. He's sitting behind the counter at a convenience store, and that's not bigotry. It's true. Little Indian man. Not too or milk Middle crates. Eastern. He's got a handgun. He's just on a milk crate. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Oh. He pointed it right at his own head. And he's looking at the barrel. That'll happen. Oh, man. And the, the answer we were looking for, loaded. That is loaded, yes. Loaded. There are ribbons <laughs> all over the HOA now. All right. Is the weapon loaded? All right. Yes, and, uh, it, it is. Whoa. Time to catch a train. Uh, five train tracks across a miserable city. Lots of mopeds. Just That's how you know. Just off his jet flight. Yep, he just landed. Is now finishes commute. Why is a couple there days never ago? One fourteen. Okay, we're we're crossing train tracks. One guy sees a train. He starts to jog. The other two still, you know, kind of laboriously oh, wandering. But here comes a guy. Here comes the last. Wait guy. a minute. No. Oh, no, no, still no, plenty no, of no, time. No, no, no. This guy's done. Oh, oh, he made it. Okay, <laughs> Jesus, Brett. Okay. These are the ones I hate yeah, the most. Yeah, I have yeah. three more kids. And a guy walking, but he, he hightails no it. No problem there. Casual. Here so comes a guy in a bike. This is the part this right here. One. This is the one. I got my Yay! The train one. <laughs> wow. That was really good because there's like four tracks. Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't know yeah. which one to look at. <laughs> and uh, here's our last one. Oh. No, not anymore. Oh, man. We're on a street corner. Oh. Car accident. Somewhere in South Chicago, I'm sure. Chicago. By a stadium of some sort, I saw the lights. I don't know what just happened. Yeah, I agree with that guy. So a truck just came barreling through. It's oh, oh here got the guns. Out. Oh, people, for no reason at all, people just pulled guns out in a car accident. Outside. Come on. I know, but still. Okay, there's a guy who yeah, just pulled just a gun out of it. out while see what happens. But a dude just crashed his car into a building, and now everybody's pulling a gun on him. What kind of neighborhood is this? Maybe some arrest. The right kind. <laughs> those are police. Oh, those are other cops. Oh, okay. oh, All right, right. never mind. <laughs> I thought everybody was just in tactical <laughs> gear. And uh, keep what? an eye out. Why is she hopping? Oh, we got? Okay, what happened? Leg missing, half a leg missing. Oh, oh that lady's just yeah. standing there without a leg. She's, All right. Yeah. Remarkable balance for a woman who oh, just lost a leg. Jesus. V-shred. <laughs> wow, that wow. is okay. And that's a day that ends in Y on the south side of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> That was violent. Go Sox! (laughs) Man. There was a lot of crazy in that. That train one was exciting. That was like Apollo 13 good. Like, I was on the edge of my seat. (laughs) There you go. That is your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. Take a breath. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. This is the first time you've been here with us, and uh, it's a name that I could say a thousand times over again, never get tired of saying. <laughs> Giulio Gallarate. That's pretty good. Dude. That's great, That's good. really, That's isn't good. it? That's yeah. good. Now, what well do people done. mostly call you Julio, probably? People call me Julio, Guilio, Guilio. They tell me it's supposed to be Julio. <laughs> oh, people <laughs> no, tell you your name supposed is supposed to be Being told, because if, if I just say, hey, I'm Julio, and you have not seen the, it written down, right. people immediately correct me. 
and I, I get that I have a little bit of a correctable face. <laughs> like, <laughs> I look like I don't know what I'm doing or something. Right. Like, people love giving me advice out of un- yeah. unsolicited. So. You have a doubt, a doubted face. <laughs> exactly. I've never, I've seen a punchable face, but you're right. I don't really trust. Like, if you said, like, I know where we're going, it'd be like, eh. let's check the phone. <laughs> But that's true. Thing, yeah. You're a very doubtable face. Yeah. It's almost yeah. a character trait that's decent because it seems innocent. Yeah, thank you. I'll take But that. I don't know I'll if that's that. true or not. Yeah, listen, I, I yeah. think I'm pretty – what you see is what you get to some degree. Yeah. People know. shouldn't correct you on how your name is pronounced. Though. Agreed. Yeah, that's just how it is. That, it's yeah. crazy. If I choose to – my name's John. If I choose to go with uh, Joan, that's how it's pronounced, right? Doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> Fair. The yeah. only difference being, John is still spelled John. Julio sure. is not spelled Julio. Julio, G I U L I O. Yeah, true. you know what I mean. Yeah. So, and growing know. up, that had to be a pain in the ass. It was. It was. But like, you know, whatever. I it's lived in a small different. enough town that like everybody eventually figured it out. Right. So then, only kind was of- was it one of those towns where. Everyone was named Julio. So, no. But, <laughs> you know what I mean. No, it, so, I will say this. A, a lot of Italians, yeah. but, like, their great-grandfather came here Italians, uh, okay. not, like, yeah, Julio. <laughs> <laughs> like the excitable brand-new yeah. Italian. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay, Joe. But, yeah, your family moved here. Your parents are from Italy, right? Both of them, yeah. yeah. They, they came here when they were little, but, yeah, their families, like, migrated here. Right. My parents took a voyage to get here. Yeah, which is crazy, though, because when people think of that, they think of, like, you know, the Statue of Liberty. It's 1923. Right. This is in the 80s or 90s. No, no. So, okay, my my parents came when they were kids. So it was it was more like oh, what was? you're okay. describing. Black and white. I mean, it wasn't 1920, but right. it was like I think the 50s they came. Right. Like when they, they got on the last kids. boat over. And like my the boat my dad went on like sank a couple years later. Really? It was like oh, a famous man. sinking the Andrea Doria. The Andrea Doria yeah. was yeah. Your dad's boat. Yes. My dad took that to America. No kidding. Yeah, and my parents like on Ellis Island, like you see where their families signed when we all when they all came That's here. That's cool. Yeah, dude. So pretty. So, okay. See, he so was so close to that disaster. Because I'm th- yeah, that is like a- me. Yandere Adoria, he was on the Costa Concordia, which sunk a year after. Oh, shit. Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> oh, it's sorry, a stupid sorry, radio sorry, world. Sorry. I know. It's the one. You know what I'm watching? Uh, I'm know. watching Fargo. There's the Andrea Doria. Hey, look at it. That thing blew up. Your dad was on that. There thing. it is, dude. Did, uh, did, he- did they lock him down in the lower levels? You know, no, no, it didn't sink when he was on, like, like in the saying. Titanic. Was there a lot of, uh, <laughs> hey, Julio, don't ask him no yeah. questions about the Adoria no more. Oh, no, this is going to turn into my thing right, that I get canceled for. I yeah. lie saying my dad was on the sinking. He was on the ship, but not when it sank. It was he successfully- with? He was with Steve Renacisi's family? <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. Okay, just yeah, making yeah, sure. Exactly. I'm uh, glad you guys know about that. Yeah. Everybody so, you're so tight. Yeah. We've had Steve in here several times uh, apologizing for that. We'll never let him off the hook. That's crazy talk. Yeah, that's that's because I don't think of immigration because I'm an idiot. Like, TV teaches me everything, and then I, like, form opinions about, like, the current thing. Immigration to me is just over there in Texas, and it's just a nightmare. Right, I right, don't right. think of people still coming here from Italy since the 30s and 40s. Like, it just right. doesn't dawn on me that that still goes on. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know, like, what the landscape looks like now for people coming from Europe and, like, what... Is situation. it a plane? Are we still boating in? I have no clue. Me neither. Good question, dude. Yeah. It's a good question. And is any other country so miserable that they still float over? <laughs> so, like in droves, like yeah, those, right. those those Andrea Doria was packed, chock oh, yeah. full of well, Italians. From the, uh, the movies, I only see them if they're shipping over there in those uh, containers, those cargo containers. Sure, sure, those are stowaways. Yeah, yeah. stowaways. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I still don't know the answer to this, but I remember thinking that when my parents came here on a boat on a yeah. ship. That it must have taken like two months, like like they were Christopher Columbus or something. And I think Long it's only it. like seven days or something. Yeah, I'm not sure specifically. Why did they leave Italy? 
Uh, I guess can't talk about. No, it. No, no, I can't actually. Okay. It's interesting. <laughs> no, th- so it's actually it's a it's a it's a story that like is a little contentious in the family. So apparently, with my mom's family. Her grandparents moved to America. Okay. And her, you know, being the Italian, the guilty Italians that my grand, my grandfather apparently was, they were like, all right, we miss our family. We're going to go be with them because they went to America. So we'll go to America. Right. So they come to America. And then the, my mom's grandparents moved back to Italy. And my grandfather, her father, was upset about it until yeah. the day he died prematurely. <laughs> really? He, he moved here for them and they left. And they left. Oh. And he had a job he hated. Dude, he worked on the uh, at the shipping things, like on the yeah. waterfront. The docks? Like the hook, the oh. shipping hook, Brando, like oh, man. the mob, How the full thing. Like this is like the, <laughs> is like the Godfather 2 over dude, here. Yeah. Parents, the Bully? parents passed yeah. on the way over. What the? Dude, the, <laughs> the boats are crossing. Dude, he died too before all the shipping stuff became automated and they all got like cushy retirement packages no, because they got replaced. So he got screwed in every which way. Bless his heart. My grandfather, who I never met. Ate. No never kidding. Met. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Oh. Just went up. Hey, oh, hey, wow. hey. That's crazy. Uh, Julio uh, Gallarate is at the Desert Ridge Improv tonight. Only tonight. Only tonight. Uh, and you've not, have you been to Phoenix? Have you? Toured, I've never been, been here before. Never dude. been here. You're picking a great time. So I know. Perfect. I know. It's right. nice, huh? Where do you live? I live in New York City. Um, it's good to be here. I've, I've heard also that some of the paisans have made it out here. You guys have that like famous pizza place out here. A couple of Bianco. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I will good. say this: it's good. It's not worth the wait. Interesting. Calm, yeah, calm it's down. Not worth the wait. I'll give you that info. Uh, that there, advice to me. To if I was to Yelp review it, it'd be like four stars. Calm down. <laughs> that would be the only thing I write. Like everybody, just settle down a little bit. It's good. Yeah. Let's not wait four hours for yeah, pizza. Four hours. Forget yeah. that. Okay. Get there's a certain time when Domino's. You got to know in. somebody. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and, I, and I do not. A two hour wait. First time. Two. If you're lucky. First time I went there was a four hour wait. I had dinner waiting somewhere else. Uh, what? And I was starving. It was six o'clock. I'm like six. And you're like, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm gonna eat. So we went over to another restaurant, had some appetizer. I'm like, I'm getting a meal. Who's yeah, on I got my it. eating schedule? And at like ten fifteen, we're in there, and they gave us pizza. And I'm like, I don't want this anymore. It's okay, I guess. <laughs> I've had it since. It's very good. But it, everybody travels here thinking that's great. Right. One thing about this place, speaking of paisans, the NFL used to tell the new uh, rookies for the Cardinals, they give them a list because what people forget about with Phoenix is for years and years, this was where uh, they relocated people. Scottsdale was the place that they would say, "Hey!" And so the NFL gets here, and they before and they used to be afraid. Now they gamble like crazy. But they used to. I was uh, one of the guys was a rookie here. Showed me the list and said, "Look at this! All these restaurants. They're like, don't go there. Don't get seen with these. Guys. Don't get no, hooked on Italian food. Yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> Something crazy. with the pizza boxes. The too? pizza boxes yeah. apparently here. And I don't know if you might know. My inner bigot assumes you know this." <laughs> That the pizza box, if it doesn't have a name of a place on it, just a guy throwing dough in the air, oh, and that's yeah. it. That's it's that's the tie. Part of uh, the network. Interesting. Yeah, part of the network. That's in the network. Yeah, we try yeah. not to talk about. that. We don't talk about <laughs> that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a real thing anyway. I'm with you. Uh, and then, of course, people uh, always uh, bother you about this, and that's how you were introduced to us. It's uh, Julio Gallerati. I'm like, oh, okay, he's never been here. And he said, no. He said, he tours with Pete Davidson. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so immediately, <laughs> every man's brain goes, wow. <laughs> the fall off. But you told uh, us off the air. It's like, yeah, hey, we all got girlfriends. That's yeah. Lame. It's pretty lame back there. No, it's like, uh, you know, he's he's good about not not living too fast in that regard, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, he... He, uh, he stays in relationships. It's not like he's bouncing all over everybody. He's not a whore. No, no. He falls in love easy. Yeah, yeah. He's a, you know, he's a guy. He's a girlfriend guy, you know. Yeah. He's always got a, a nice, solid... GF hanging yeah, around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fun too to see whoever that person is at any given time. Yeah. 
Uh, his current girlfriend's wonderful. Yeah. Really cool. And you've toured with him and stuff, and then just this wildly incredible celebrity pops backstage. Hi, guys. And it's just those surreal moments of like, what's going on? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's actually funny because nobody wants to be extra in that moment. Right. So, like, it just turns into, like, people being afraid to talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) Just standing in a room looking at walls. Like, Mm. depending, but it is funny, like, the the backstage pecking order, it's like, you know, if some super, if we're in L.A. and some super famous person comes backstage... I know that guy's there to hang out with Pete. Right. I'm not going to go stand in front Third of him wheel. and bother him and be like, you know, yeah. it's funny. Uh, yeah, you know your role. I, I'm showing him stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude. So I'll say hello real quick, and then I like allow that person to kind of. I don't. I don't want to be stuck talking to somebody who's looking over my shoulder. Right. Yeah. I need to exit this immediately. Yeah. So you have that. You 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 were raised right. Is what that is. Yeah, you I just so, know dude. not to in like be that weirdo that gets. For instance, Brady, not uh, in that situation because we had a porn star and our boss was trying to get her phone number and he noticed that. And <laughs> this is the worst moment Brady ever had. Her name was B.B. Jones. I don't know if you're familiar with B.B. Jones. Very pretty lady. And our boss was like, I'm going to go. Shoot, and he never does this. And he shoots his shot in the hallway and she's getting digits and Brady sees this. And it, worst man move ever. He goes, I handed out your phone. Why don't you give me that too? <laughs> and it was like, oh, so now it means nothing to anyone. And he still doesn't think moment. that's a bad move. I, I was clueless. You got to do what you got to do sometimes. You but know? he didn't want it for sex. Want it, yeah, he just wanted want to feed her. That's the yeah. truth. <laughs> yeah. You need, that, to I need to hear something. more about this. That's pathetic. You, 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 was she skinny? We had a restaurant at the time. No, I had a restaurant. Well, oh, okay. yeah. I mean, comparably. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, he was going to take her out. And he's like, oh, she's handing out digits. Let's all get to know her. Hilarious. Come on. Yeah, it was terrible. So sometimes and people know. And he just know, deflated and so, like a balloon. Oh, I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> like you just unplugged the guy. Oh, who just, all the guy. courage in the world to yeah. ask this porn star for a date. Completely diminished his and accomplishment. Then, you know. Because <laughs> she went, hang on. Gives yeah. it to me. And, uh, yeah, and then Dom <laughs> DeLuise comes over and goes, while well, you're dishing this out. And says, give, me a, give me a scoop of your privacy. Power too. move. Did, yeah. he end up, did he end up texting her to go He out? was texting her, but she was like, no, I'm full. Brady keeps bringing food to the house. And <laughs> he didn't have any time for her. Let me check if it's okay. Let me ask Brady. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he's over here cooking again. It was weird. But yeah, the seventh dish is about to come out. Right. Was there ever a moment where you found yourself being that that guy, though, backstage with, I don't know if it was Kim Kardashian or whoever was back there, but those moments were like, I I might as well try. Oh, uh, I mean, like, definitely not with somebody that he was dating. But, but not, not like uh, sexual, but like just be part of the mix. Because uh, yeah. it is awkward. No, yes, yes. And, if, and look, I, I always think that patience potentially is key in those moments. So yeah. it's like, you can't force it. You were there just because this is the one time you, you're not sure if you're going to be with this Around right. this person again, you don't have to start snapping selfies. Right. You know, can we take a pic? You don't have to like try right. too hard. You're sneaking right. them in the right. over the shoulder like you're texting. Right. Yeah. The only exactly the, the only way it's going to work out is like if some if it's like organic, so you just yeah. can't force it. I guess. Yeah. It, but as it's a mind f. Yeah. You may you guys may have worried that I was going to go. No, no. Wait, wait, wait. I have I have self corrected. We would have welcomed uh, it. <laughs> but yeah, dude. I don't know. It, but that and then I'm like, dude, why are you overthinking this? Yeah. Thing? They're just a normal person. People. But they're not. Yeah, no. So it's like, hey, yeah, it's weird, dude. But that, for the most part, we're not like running around in like high profile stuff. Yeah. We keep it low key. We hang after the show and like watch cartoons and Isn't laugh. That crazy to smoke. We're and, old and pals. Watch cartoons. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like super weird? chill. Yeah. And it's just that strange moment because sometimes you find. I, I remember I was with Frank Caliendo with the Raiders, and John oh. Gruden was the coach, and of course Caliendo does Gruden and. 
and we're standing there, and uh, you can't help but just do John Gruden. But I'm trying to mind my own. I'm not trying to be the weirdo interloper that's there. <laughs> and Frank starts talking to someone else. So it's me, Frank, John Gruden, and some other guy. I think it was Derek Carr. Like an assistant coach? No, it was was, I think it was Derek Carr, and he's talking. And then Gruden kindly just realizes that I'm just the dope. <laughs> and he turns, he goes, what do you do for a living? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hi, John Gruden. <laughs> like, now I didn't know what to do because he had involved me. So uh, I was trying yeah. to keep my – it's a weird thing. Like, we were talking backstage stuff mm-hmm. it's never what people think yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's not it's like but you want to perpetuate the myth that this is a, a lifestyle that's insane but it's not look it, it there are things about it that are cool and like you bounce around you get to do a bunch of cool stuff for sure but like what it's not like the sex drugs and rock and roll thing like yeah. dude i'm engaged right if it was the sex drugs rock and roll thing it you you burn out quick if you're gonna live like that and you know i was single for for some time and had some yeah. fun you know sure uh you took advantage and realized party oh. and then alcohol started like i started having four-day hangovers once i turned like once i got into my 30s i'm wow. like That's dude funny. i can't even handle three drinks anymore yeah. i'm like this sucks <laughs> very sleepy all the time um, yeah dude so you know uh julio galarate is at the desert ridge improv if you want to go desert ridge improv.com uh, what about Phoenix? What impressions do you have of us? Have you you've probably just got in last night, right? dude? So it, it it looks great so far. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking out the window. No, but but uh, I I'm a big like national park person. Like I want to go to all the national park registered units. That's one of my that's like, a goal. One of my pipe dreams. And there's 425 of them. No kidding. How yeah. many we got? I've been to 160 Holy something. Wow. You guys have a few. There's two or three that are driving distance from here that I intend to go to after this. Like Tonto. Uh, Casa Grande is oh, one of them. Uh, it's just say you were there. It's yeah, not yeah. boring. It's just the ruins. That's all Dude, I gotta there. go. I'm OCD. Are I there ruins? Go. Yeah, it's the the those Casa Grande out Oh, I just thought you that was a trailer park. It blends <laughs> in with the rest of that dump. <laughs> the, other, the other one's called Hoko Hoko Hokim. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. We can get up in that. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna go check those out. Nothing else is really like driving driving distance. But every anytime I go on the road, I I map out what spots I can hit. Uh, and I've been going hard, dude. So, so like, like the Grand Canyon. And yeah, like, I went to the Grand Canyon. I went to Vegas for for Formula One. There, consider uh, so. it done. You were in Casa Grande. Don't <laughs> waste That's about all that's in Casa yeah, Grande. Yeah. But, dude, yeah. okay. So, so hear me out. <laughs> what, my favorite part is sometimes, like, you can't plan where this stuff is, right? That presumably right. was made in when, whenever, like a thousand years ago, more. Right. And when you go to Casa Grande, you realize there's a strong possibility it was during the Clinton administration. Like, everything <laughs> looks like that. <laughs> but see, so that to me is interesting. Like, getting there is interesting. Because inevitably, you can't, like, it's not going to be conveniently off the highway. So True. you might end up driving a long way out of the way. And we'll see what ends up going on that. You guys are probably listening being like, dude, yeah. it's directly, it's yeah. next to a, it might it's be. next, next to, to an to Arby's. It's across the street from a Walmart now. <laughs> like an IHOP in it. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, I, yeah, I love it. So I went to the Grand Canyon for the first time when I was in Vegas for F1 a helicopter, oh, yeah. which is like a really cool way to see it. Yeah. So anyway, I'm really into that, and I'm a big like explorer, so I'm yeah. pumped about. Was it. the F1 thing disappointing? Everyone said it was kind of uh, downplayed a whole lot of what the hype was going to be. So it seems like it ultimately worked out. It wasn't like a full on fire fest, right? But there were a lot of hiccups, and I was yeah. there like early in the week while those hiccups were happening, and everybody was pretty tense. Yeah, the pothole thing. Yeah, the pothole the, thing uh, the happened while I was covers. there. Exactly, oh. dude. But it was cool. Like you could walk on the track. And I was there for like an, for Ferrari's event, so I was yeah. like helping promote it and stuff, oh, which cool. was which was sick. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, dude. And I, I didn't get to stay for the race, which was a bummer. But I got to see some of the practicing and like oh, it, it, it ruled. It was cool. Yeah. But I'm I'm happy that it ultimately worked out. But dude, they were doing the race at like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. 
because I guess because of TV rights. Yeah, because yeah. when you send it back well, to Europe, big exactly. Europe. Yeah. no one cares about it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, guys, this feels like a force. I'm sorry. That's like yeah. like how Saudi Arabia is like getting all these golf tours. And right. stuff. It's like, dude, this is a force. <laughs> yeah. And we just keep this in places yes. where people, you know, exactly where people care about it. Hey, but Vegas, if they're going to do anything at two in the morning, that's the place to do it. People that, that is a good point. That you is try that point. in like San Diego. It's going to be a disaster. Oh, forget about it. Homeless guys getting trashed by F1 cars. Does it come back? They wouldn't tell them. They just wander off That's into the great. road. Uh, do they do another what? race? Do they do another? I mean, will they oh, come will back they? to Vegas? Yeah, I wonder because they spent question. so much building it out. I have no idea, dude. It's no a lot. Idea. We had it here years and years ago. We had sure. the Iceberg F1, and it was a failure. It did it in June. It was oh, 110 yeah. degrees. Jesus. The cars were just bursting into flames. Like It was a terrible idea. <laughs> it was a terrible idea. That's crazy. Uh, Julio Gallerati at the Desert Ridge Improv. Leave us with words of wisdom, sir, in your first visit here. Oh, man. Uh, well... Everybody, I don't know. If we're going to do words of wisdom, get out there and see the world. <laughs> see, that works. It actually was beautiful. Well done. See you, Casa Grande. perfect. Yeah. You want to go over there and see uh, Julia. It's good to see you. It's a pleasure to have you on the show for the very first time. Yeah, Hopefully, guys. you're back quite soon. DesertRidgeImprov.com. Julio Gallerati, everybody. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. It is just football time, everybody. We are in that mode right now where every single thing sort of feels a little bit different. Football's here. My Steelers are out. Didn't didn't deserve to be in there in the first place. But playoff team, I'll take it. Bounce out ten wins with a team that shouldn't be winning. That's a hell of a coach. Hey, we were out during uh, training camp, so it's all. Yeah, good. you guys, you guys yeah. are out now. By the way, yeah. you've just been eliminated from next year's playoffs. Oh well, yeah. Uh, and who knows? So all of us are sitting there watching these games from a distance. And uh, again, my only goal now is for fan bases to just be disappointed. The larger the fan base, the bigger the disappointment I want. That's my cheering now. And we are going to do number one. Cowboys are already out, which makes me happy. Now the the Packers and 49ers are in there. Uh, got to get rid of the Taylor Swift show. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, we've got our bets going. The four games that are going on this weekend are ready to go. And if we are uh, being honest with each other right now, the only reason to actually get fully invested in this is through FanDuel because right now my heart hurts. Now, they don't have an over-under on whether DeAndre Ayton will ice skate to work tonight. I'm not sure if that's a thing, but uh, they should have a bet on that. Uh, right now we got the four games. We'll start it off. With the Houston Texans going on to take on the ugliest man in sports and the Baltimore Ravens. It's John Harbaugh I'm talking about. What were you thinking? <laughs> uh, Houston Texans at Baltimore. Brady, who do you got? I'm going with the Ravens. The Ravens to win it straight up? I don't even know yeah. what was the... Uh, it's well, minus it's 460. And, yeah, nine and a half. They're the given nine and a half in that weather. Uh, I don't know if I can do that. Toledo, what do you got? Uh, I'm going where, how you're thinking. I'm taking the Texans, but I bought up the spread to 12 and a half. You're giving them 12? Yep. What is that? Plus 12 and a half is minus 166. So That's not getting anything. No, but when you combine <laughs> them with the other four, it True. Really pays it out It depends on what well. you're doing. Uh, Brett? Uh, I'm taking the Texans on the money line. And taking the money. Yep. Oh, you're going straight up? Yep. Me too. Plus three. I think the Texans win this game. Nice. I think they're they're that team that shouldn't that be there. That would be fantastic. They're this, oh, year's, yeah. they're this year's drunk uncle. They've crashed the party, and no one knows what to do with him, and they can't get rid of him. And he's they're actually the he's actually kind of fun. They're the like, D-backs. Yeah, he's making the party better. And again, there's not a big enough fan base for me to hate them yet. <laughs> I don't want to see happy Ravens fans. That's an awful mix. 
They should. They live in Baltimore. They should live under a dark cloud of fear and murder every day and never, ever express or feel joy. That's how I look at Baltimore. Uh, Brady, the other game in the NFC, the Packers, uh, another drunk uncle hanging out in the 49ers uh, place, and they just got done blasting the Cowboys. Can they do it twice? Yeah, I can't go with the drunk uncle here. I'm going with the yeah. Niners. Also nine and a half points, Brad. Toledo? I bought it up again, 13 and a half points for the Packers. So minus 150, 170? Minus 180. Oh my God. You're going to end up owing money if you win. Uh, <laughs> what do you have, Brett? I'm taking the Niners. I can't bet the Packers, even if I thought they were going to win. Yeah. I'll take the L on that one. I'm going Niners, though. 49ers are the best team in the league. Yeah. They got McCaffrey. I mean, come on. The best line. I mean, that you look at their defensive line. And, and I'm I, going with what the NFL wants, too. I think they Oh, they the definitely. Well, I don't know. The Packers are another fan they would love to see. With the script uh, writers? Yeah. It's just such a difficult win with uh, their nine. And McCaffrey and Debo, they're loaded at every position. And Brock Purdy's probably their biggest question mark. Is he Cinderella? Is this eventually? Is the slipper coming off? I mean, eventually, do we see the real? I don't think so. I think they're that good. Niners win this one. Uh, Tampa Bay at Detroit. Frigid conditions. The reporters are worried about the Buccaneers going up there to those cold uh, dome-like conditions. Brady, who you got? I'm going one? with the drunk uncle here. You like Baker. this one too? Baker going to go up and make some noise. All right, Toledo plus two thirty-five straight up. Bought it up straight again. Up. Buccaneers by plus nine and a half. Good lord! And that's a minus one ninety. One eighty. Your bet is going to be worth like seven cents. It's five forty-two plus five forty-two. Then I know what you're doing in the next one, uh, Brett. Uh, I got to go with the Lions. I don't think the Buccaneers prepared enough for that weather. No, I think that's true too. It's so cold in that. <laughs> According to the well, the media reports, are they've done nothing to acclimate to Detroit's temperatures. Although Todd Bowles very arrogantly said it's a dome, we'll be fine. But boof, I don't know. It's awfully cold outside. <laughs> they might open the doors. Yeah, what if what if you DeAndre Ayton and it's so cold that you can't leave the hotel? <laughs> uh, I've got the Lions winning this one too. I the Buccaneers had a good game against an Eagles team that quit. Five weeks ago. Right. And if you look at the Buccaneers' last game to get into the playoffs, was it like six to nothing? They couldn't yeah, over the, it over the Panthers. They, yeah, yeah. Right? Wasn't yeah. it the Panthers? Just that, I don't buy the Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield, but maybe. But I still think the Lions are better. Uh, so right there, I've got the Lions and 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Final game, the Chiefs traveling up to Buffalo. The weather's supposed to be awful again, but they ain't moving this one. They ain't doing that two weeks in a row. Brady, who you got in that? I can't bet against Taylor Swift. In the NFL agenda, I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah, I can. I'll take the Bills on the money line. <laughs> You're going Taylor Swift against Haley I'm going, Steinfeld. I'm going against that basic yeah. bitch. I'm taking the Bills. Man, my heart says bet against Taylor. My brain says the NFL's dying to get Taylor Swift in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. If they could get her, huge. If they I, could do any manufacturing of the Chiefs, get just getting to Las Vegas, whether they win the game or not, doesn't matter. But if they could get the Taylor Swift show. All the way through the playoffs into Vegas. Can you imagine? They would somebody would pay her twenty million dollars to do a live ad during the Super Bowl, and they'd make their money back in interest with an audience they oh, have. The legendary m- Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, it would be her standing in a booth with Mama Kelsey and newly retired oh, Jason Kelsey. There you go. And you have this entire crazy twenty seconds of her with going some chunky soup, chunky soup, laundry soup, used check yeah. jacket. I don't know what. Yeah, maybe no idea. But it's a uh, – yeah, I can't bet against them. You bet the Chiefs because I, I honestly think if there's a chance the referees throw a questionable flag in a close game, uh, it's the Chiefs game. Really. I just turned into Chris Collins. It's the Chiefs game. Come on. I mean, come on, Blackout. <laughs> uh, so I got the Chiefs in that. So I got the Texans and Chiefs. 
and the Niners and Lions in your championship games. And my pays, uh, that's actually pretty good, plus 1623, because I did go with an upset there with Houston. Mine's a plus 1036. That's pretty good. You want, yeah. Plus 542. Plus 1153. Yeah, but you have the best chances of winning, so there you go. Uh, FanDuel makes the world better and makes these games interesting. You can bet the ta- And there's going to be lines on, imagine FanDuel. And what they can do if Taylor Swift is in Vegas. Oh, man. They're going to have prop bets on Taylor Swift doing a concert at Sphere. They're going to have prop bets. I can't imagine the money if Sphere had Taylor Swift for five songs. The halftime show would... Yeah, would, you think Usher calls her? Usher immediately says, do you want to come out there? I don't want to make Usher you. has no choice. Yeah, the yeah, NFL exactly. will tell us. She'll at least I think walk Usher out won't there. want <laughs> to, but yeah. he's going to have to. Look, you've got five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> It's going to be a boring halftime show, I think. Usher's pretty fun. I had a good time know. at the Usher show Did in you? Vegas. Yeah, mainly because I was surprisingly the only white guy in the building. Which no, was really, no, I'm not kidding. Like I expected more. Like that wasn't. Hmm. And my favorite part of the Usher show was while we were waiting for him to take the stage, all they did was play '70s sitcom themes, like the Jeffersons and Good Times. I'm not kidding. I'm singing along. Lady, oh, I goes, go to this. How you how you know all these words? I said it's TV. I watch those shows. Oh, damn. Right. And she's the one who tapped me on the shoulder and said, you got some moves for a white boy. All I was doing was watching the guy in front of me and copying him directly. I was about a half second behind the guy in front of me. You got some moves. And he'd sit down. He only danced for like three songs, so I danced when he danced. She didn't catch on to that. I can copy. I couldn't come up with the stuff he was doing on my own. I'd have been embarrassed. Has arms in the air. I've never done that. Uh, FanDuel, we thank you for making football good for us, uh, fellas, without a horse in the race, so to speak. What are you going to do? DeAndre Ayton bets tonight on whether or not he uh, got through uh, and finished Call of Duty. Not necessarily that he's on the court. Uh, you can get on FanDuel right now and get all sorts of uh, great deals for new customers. You get a hundred. What is it? Five hundred dollars or what was the one fifty free? For bet? New customers, you get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets right. for your first five dollar bet. Right. And if you're already a customer, you get a, a free no sweat uh, same game parlay on any of the playoff games. Yeah, I, I took the Packers uh, to beat the Cowboys straight up because I had a free hundred dollar bet. Fantastic. It was a plus 300, so I got that. I just took their money, and I won 300 bucks. so I'm betting on their house money for a little bit. And there you go. FanDuel, you make the world better. We appreciate it. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself? He's evil? Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not, he's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98. Got a cauldron full of hate I'm about to pour Thank out you. here. You guys have no idea. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everybody. A little insight there to my, my cauldron of fury that is building inside me. Uh, it's, uh, wow, is it already? Jesus, already that time? Get him to do some tactical black. Do some Not like that. What kind of, you fight like my mother. I've boxed with you. What happened to your skills? Barista. Your shadow boxing is. You fight like a barista. Wildly reminiscent of Shirley Skaggs, my grandmother. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it is uh, time now for the entertainment drill, which is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black, which Toledo just exhibited how much he needs that. And again, maybe that's the truth. Sign him up. Maybe that's it. Toledo used to, I used to box with Toledo. He had some ability, and evidently, without keeping those uh, skills sharp, they disappear. Need to get back drastically. in. Drastically. But yeah, it's, uh, you may say, and that's one thing that always happens. Like, uh, I talk to Jay all the time, people come in and. You know, out of intimidation's sake, they they don't really know what they're getting into with uh, the tactical black stuff, and they're like, "Well, I used to, 
I used to box. Like, you know, as a fighter, this I did that, and they always say, "Great, that's great. We'll get those skills woke up again, and then you're going to learn street fighting." And that's an entirely different creature. Street fighting is such a weird thing because no matter what you watch on TV, no matter how much octagon training you've had, when that dude starts pulling on your ball sack, you realize, oh wait, there's only I've only been trained with rules, and you start recognizing, oh. Uh, bad guys don't have rules. That's why they're bad guys. So they're they're willing to do anything to get an advantage over you and make you the victim. Uh, and you start learning the hard way sometimes. That, ooh, that's something I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have thought of that. I boxed for a long time, and then I realized that just, uh, you know, squaring up with a guy, Marcus of Queensberry, who's re- he doesn't care. He's going to start kicking me in the knees. And you start learning all this other stuff. It just resets your brain. It's smart. They have memberships available. Uh, not necessarily memberships, but programs that you can get involved in. I only say memberships because so many people have ruined that phrase. You're going to get personal training is essentially what's going to happen. And you're going to do it for a price that will knock your socks off. You're not going in there with what normal personal trainers charge, a couple hundred bucks an hour a lot of times. You get that, you're going to get tons of classes, and you're going to be involved in everything they do. And that is what the difference is. You're going to get people's hands-on training involving you in the best training you can imagine for getting in shape and learning more about how to defend yourself and become a better person. Uh, it's it's outstanding. And if you're thinking about getting in shape, it's January. A lot of people still doing that. This is the place to do it. Uh, reactdefense.com. They're in Phoenix. They're in Glendale. They're in Chandler. They got you covered. Turn you into a sheepdog. Get you out of that sheep lifestyle. Brady, entertain me. The governor flew into Munich on Wednesday. He was detained because he had a luxury watch that he... Uh, didn't, didn't uh, are you supposed to do that? Um, if it's worth a certain amount, I think. Over $10,000. Oh, okay. yeah. And so it's unregistered. Um, a comedy of errors happened. He was detained. It took a little over three hours. It went to the ATM. It exceeded the limit. Yeah. Then uh, the banks were closed that day. So the... Uh, they had to hold the watch. They held the watch. They held Arnold there, too. He what was having to hold him fun. for because they got to pay, he can't leave until he pays that fine. Um, so they finally went over and found a working credit card machine because it wasn't working. Wow! And they were able to do that, but it, the whole process took over th- three hours. What did he have he to can't pay? Give him an IOU ten thousand six hundred thirteen dollars. And then he get it back when he? Oh, he'll get it back because he's auctioning auctioning the watch off. Oh, yeah. there yeah. to the uh, Schwarzenegger Foundation. The money will go to that. Which is great. It's not like they don't yeah, know where to find good, him or yeah. something. It's a good promotion pay. for that watch. It might have upped the value on it. Absolutely nothing to me, Brady. Drop in the bucket $10,000 for a watch that's worth so much more. These people over there, they don't know that I'm, I'm loaded rich. I drove my Hummer over to the place to pay the fine. I know you're excited about this, John. Pauly Shore will star in a biopic about Richard Simmons. Yeah. He was talking Side about it earlier. Yeah. Looks like it's happening. They just released a trailer. Um called the court jester um they don't have a release Why is it date? called the court jester? I don't know about that like, one he was he wasn't and it's not a comedy yes it is or it's unintentionally gonna be he looks like him yeah that's but not a thing i that's the only thing be proud of <laughs> like look it's like when brady smiles and people say you look just like andy reed that's not something you put on uh film and go yeah you know what that's my claim to fame i look like richard simmons you know what i'm gonna do fight that look oh yeah i'm gonna dress different i'm gonna straighten my hair I'm going to Joan Rivers' doctor and just getting that <laughs> stuff getting, taken yeah, care of. Yeah, getting a nose job. Yeah. Like, anything to kind of make it so I look less like Richard Simmons. It's not a compliment. Director Zack Snyder wanted to do a movie 
where Batman impregnates Lois Lane. Whoa. Then Batman dies and Lois raises the child with Superman. Batman's, wait, Batman's bastard boy. Yeah. Not really bastard, though, because he's dead. So it's just, she's a widower. I mean, just a, she's just a slut. She had sex with another superhero. Warner Brothers and DC both shut the idea down. It's too much sex. <laughs> the one exec called it super creepy. It's a little weird. So wait, Batman had some sort of side fling with Lois? Yeah. And then Superman says, you know what, I understand. He was pretty charismatic. <laughs> how could you That's not? That's how much yeah, how he, not? Yeah, he had a lot of money. And, you know, we have a lot of differences seeing as how I'm from another planet and all. And so he forgives her and then raises Batman's... Wow. This is sort of like the boys where she took the superheroes spawn and into the woods and they kept them away from Homeland. But he also realized, too, it was easy. He's like, oh, well, he got Bruce Wayne's money. I'm going to get in on That's some true. of this. Yeah, there you go. That's true. If you're going to have your... This is going to be fine. I'm going to live... Uh, pretty good if yeah like if your wife is gonna get knocked up by somebody and it's jeff bezos and then yeah. he dies and i'll raise that i'm kid sticking around you. for that kid's life too <laughs> you know your father was never here for you and i've never asked for anything but could i have two billion dollars i got a trip i want to go on a Chuck E. cheese game show is in the works adult teams will uh, adult teams of two <laughs> will compete teams. adult teams oh uh, of two, they'll compete in the supersized arcade games like pinball and human claw we to earn the most ideas. tickets. They're just so cheap to produce. We're out of ideas. I like Chuck E. Cheese. Don't get me wrong when I say what I'm about to say, but it is America's Wuhan wet market. Like, you will get sick at Chuck E. Cheese if you don't have kids. Like, if you're a childless person, you're like, let's go to Chuck E. Cheese for fun. Well, you're a chomo then, first of well, all. Also that. But there's a good chance of that. But if you're like, if Brett and I were like, hey, we don't have kids, but I haven't been to Chuck E. Cheese in forever, and we do a little trip down Nostalgia Lane, we're coming like out of that ball. sick. Yeah. We're, you and I are not around kids enough. If you don't have kids in your life a lot, and you go to Chuck E. Cheese for like a nephew's birthday party, count on it. And it ain't a little sick. It is... Wear the mask, get into a house alone sick. Kanye got some, uh, got a new grill. They're saying, um, the rumor has it that he got his teeth pulled. And they put in these new titanium teeth, blinged out. Uh, he spent $850,000, but they're saying, no, they were put over his teeth. Okay. Bedazzled his teeth. They didn't yank them and put these permanent ones in. Kanye's teeth. Yeah. <sighs> All right. There's a Tupac album that might be on the way. Shocking. Finally. Been waiting for this one. Yeah, no kidding. Cat Williams talked about it on Suge Knight's podcast from prison. It's He's called, got a podcast? Uh-huh. From Collect prison? Call. Oh. <laughs> I love that idea. Because uh, that's how Suge has to reach out to his guests. Sure. Yeah. Got to get a collect call and then chat with them for a little bit and then put it out there. He's currently serving his 28-year sentence. I know she's not allowed, but Jody Arias, I'd be interested in your interview skills real quick. I've watched a couple of specials about you here recently. You've got some stuff I want to hear. Not allowed to talk to the media, though, which stinks. Finally, the Smashing Pumpkins are looking for a new guitarist. They've had over 10,000 submissions. Which, who right. left? The girl or James Eha? 
Um, Darcy. Darcy isn't allowed back in. Like, they're no. still in a fight. Yeah. So it's James Eha's leaving then. Isn't Darcy the bassist? Yeah. That's okay. what I'm saying. So she's gone. But no, Eha's still in. It's uh, Corgan, Eha, and Chamberlain. They're the trio. Well, they need so, a bass or, and a law firm. Yeah. <laughs> Longtime guitarist Jeff Schroeder announced that he's leaving the group after 15 years. Right. I think it's basically Billy and Jimmy is all that's, that's left here. Yeah, Eha replaced a guy a long time ago yeah. too, and like that. Yeah, so eh. it's the Billy and Jimmy. Show. It's the Billy show, for the most part. Billy will replace you in a heartbeat if you like something else. So he's a fairly intense individual. That's Megadeth before yeah. uh, Ellison, kind right? Of, you know, right? It is sort of that. It's bald Megadeth. Yeah, Jericho should do it. Such a Billy's such a wrestling fan. No, is he? Are you playing guitar? Oh no, he's a huge wrestling yeah. fan. He tried to buy into it. Yeah. Uh, that's it for us. Let's get the hell out of here. Go cultivate this fire. It grows inside JG and the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> that's right. Johnny G could play. Yeah, there's a... Play uh, him and Billy will look too yeah, much alike. Yeah, little Billy. Yeah, little, that's not going to work. Need <laughs> my mini-me. <laughs> little Corgan. Yeah. That's great stuff, Billy. Write another one about me. <laughs> little tiny me. Here comes my me. Uh, we're done. Larry's coming up next. It's already Thursday. You got nothing to worry about this day. The whole week flew by. Super simple. Tomorrow will be simple. One more. Brian Callen's here tomorrow, which is great. Uh, that's it. We're done. Larry's uh, coming up next. He's got stuff for you. Listen to him and find out what he's got, and then be nice to him, and maybe he'll give it to you. That's how it works around here. Till then, we're out of here, and we'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning. Second solo. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 